sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum man hey there hot dogs welcome to 10 drink minimum i'm your host chris burnett uh, holly ann's here <laughs> i'm here hello and let me see smiley's here i'm here do that again um i'm here do it again. cool i just want to make sure which mic was yours okie doke and uh from the band is it gilead rises you got it all right because you always go, whatever, and I'm like, no. Well, you can say Gilead if you want. Yeah. We've heard it all, but it's Gilead. If Craig. Craig. I always love saying Craig because it reminds me of the movie Friday. I get that a lot. Is it Buchanan? Is that how you say last you name? You got that last name right, yeah. yeah. The first name, it's Craig, but that's the English pronunciation. I'm pretty sure I said the same thing you just said. You said <laughs> Craig. <laughs> that's actually a big distinction right there. It's you said Greg with a C. Hmm. But... I have learned in my... I'm going to shut that camera off real quick in that microphone. <laughs> I'll get my coat. You want to know if I'm sassy? I'm sassy. Oh, my God. I shouldn't have said anything. I just felt like you weren't very... Craig. <laughs> That's me. Like a Craig. All the Craig. Time. Hello. There you go. You do the whole podcast like that. <laughs> did you just mute me? Mm. <laughs> oh, did I? I don't think I muted I you. I can no. hear you. No. No, you're not muted. I can't. I think it's my headphones. Yeah, I think maybe. I was muted. like, "How dare!" No, I didn't mute you. <laughs> He's I'm trying mute. to mute me. I mean, Craig. I'll just get closer to you. Come over yeah, with some blood pudding. I've had that. Ew. I've had it also. What's wrong yeah, with your cuisine? What's going on over there? I don't know. That's why I came here. Uh, you're you the don't... only person in this room that hasn't had blood pudding, as so I don't know. You're the one <laughs> involved here. You don't like fish and chips? I'll eat fish and chips. We call it black pudding, though. Oh God. Do you like black pudding? I used to. Yeah. I'm a vegetarian now. Oh, so. fair. Oh. Yeah, I'm weird. I'm I'm the weird English guy. <laughs> yeah. I got my non-alcoholic here. Yeah. I got my no beef. <laughs> no beef. No beef. <laughs> no fish and chips. No fish and chips. Ah, cause, yeah, because if you're a vegan, you can't have any like anything, right? I do dairy. Well, you can have like potatoes still, right? Oh, I do the potato. Yeah, you got to have some spuds. Why would, but, why would potato be not a thing? Well, he can. Potatoes have feelings too. Yeah, come on. Man. <laughs> well, he's, only... like, he's like, I don't eat potatoes because of the Irish. <laughs> we're not going to talk about the Irish thing. It's like I'm eating kidding. their hearts. Uh, we're not getting it. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to rile everybody up. I remember. So, one story about it. So my my dad's side of the family is Irish and English. Okay. And I and I my joke is is like I was like man there was a really rough wedding in there somewhere. And I tell this joke, and I'm dating this girl, and she goes, what do you mean? I was like, well, an Irishman and, and or, or a British person right. married an Irish person? She's like, so? Okay. And I was like, well, you don't know world politics, do you? Yep. <laughs> I was like, and so I started explaining. She goes, well, that's not always true. And I was like, well, at that time in the, in the world, it pretty much was, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> me and Aurelis. She's German. Oh, boy. Oh, so German and Puerto Rican. 
Hey, love. <laughs> she's, uh, she's in that thing. And, and uh, so then I was telling her, I was like, have you heard of the drink, the Irish car bomb? And she goes, yeah. I go, they didn't just name the drink that. It's from something. <laughs> I was like, yeah. 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 I like to teach people about what that means. You don't drink tea. I don't drink tea, no. Oh, my gosh. That's weird. What? Okay. I was going to bring you some tea bags from my missus's stash. Oh, just oh. steal some? Little PG tips for you. Little Tetley. I like tea. I, mean, I, I love drink tea. tea. I prefer tea over a coffee, I think. I don't yeah, know. I, I do drink more coffee, though. I would I do tea if I had to. If you said I'm making you a caffeinated warm beverage, mm -hmm. take your pick, it would be tea. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh dramatic music. Wrong button. <laughs> Wrong button there. Smiley. Are we dog. starting over? No, I'm a little worse for wear, man. I've uh, I've been I've been I've been drinking for okay. So What's wrong, Chris? I, I don't drink as much as I used to. You always drink Malort, Chris. Yeah, well, I don't have any. We drank it all. Did we actually? No, we have like a, okay. like a third of a bottle left. I got to order a new one. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. So the world is jealous of me right now. Why? Because of what happened yesterday. What happened yesterday? Oh. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. WWE legend Trish Stratus gave me a piggyback ride on stage. Oh, my God. And I posted the video today. How did I not see this? You haven't seen the video? No. it Probably because I have a toddler. I watched see. it twice. Did I you? didn't have a chance to look at any <laughs> photos either. And it's funny because I was telling people the story and they're like, I don't believe you. And I was like, okay. I said, somebody will have video. And sure enough, somebody had it. Let's see. <laughs> I don't know where I posted it at. Somewhere here. Probably. Store it on your Insta. Yeah, we're broadcasting from there right now. So I know it's on my Facebook, though. So. <laughs> Yeah, Billy. Uh, Billy gave me a ride here, and he's like, "Oh, I see you had a good time last night." There it is. There's Tristratus. There's me mounting her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! Like a natural. <laughs> you got to mount her. I know. So pretty much, uh, I've decided that n my life is just downhill from there. I that's, mean, that's, yeah, you, know, you can't you can't get any better than so that. So Austin Ferrars as I watched it multiple times as well. I have see, watched yeah. it multiple times <laughs> as well because I don't believe it happened. And I want to say this about Trish Stratus. She was really, I mean, you're talking like, she has like 2.5 million followers on like Instagram. She's like, you know, she's a huge star, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was uh, at all times behind the scenes. See, like I'm always, a, I'm a behind the scenes. Like, like they don't know that like when, you know, I'm back there with them and we're about to go out and all that stuff. You know, that's not, uh, that's not like private times. I do a podcast here. Yeah. For the world. And uh, Trish Stratus, world class, absolutely yes. through and through. It's funny she was like, she, like you know, because like she first walks in, and when they first, you first, you know, when I first see these people that I've like admired for my whole life, I'm a little stunned a little bit at first. Mm. And she like walks over and she's like, "Do you know where the bathroom is?" You know, because they're just like, <laughs> you know, they're 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 thinking like, you know, oh, you're you know, you you work here. And I'm like, no, and I'll I'll help you find it. Then we walked around and I helped her find it, and we couldn't find it. And, you know, she's just making jokes the whole time. And she's like, dang it. She's like, well, I, I can't go out there with a the full bladder. That's not going to be good, right? I was like, probably not. And I'm kind of glad because <laughs> she gave me a piggyback ride. That could have been bad. Yeah, it could have been real bad. I mean, it would have been ultra viral. But, you know, <laughs> Trish had his piggyback ride fat guy and pees all over the stage. It would have been like up there with like Fergie, right? You're the one that made her pee. Yeah, right? Oh, man. So then I ended up like finding someone and I was like, they'll find. And yeah. But the other wrestlers were also nice big sexy he was there he is here's the thing about kevin nash you do you watch this podcast or watch it 
He's pretty curmudgeon. <laughs> and that is fucking like not that is that's the case. And he lived up to it. Oh my god. But in, it was not but he's funny. Like he's really funny. And uh, they're in the back and we're waiting for Trish Stratus and he's like, we got to get this going, man. He's like, I can't make no money on this meat locker of a stage because they had the air conditioner on. Oh. Uh, and when you walked into the Kiva, it dropped 20 degrees. I'm not exaggerating, right? No, it was crazy. It was freezing cold because they, they, Tom Segura was the night before and I guess it was burning hot in there because of all the bodies. Uh, so they left the AC on thinking it would be the same thing. And it was abs. It was probably like thirty nine degrees on stage. Oh my god! It was, it was colder than outside. Yeah, it yeah. was bad. And the only thing Kevin Nash would answer on stage is is in in reference to how cold it was. Oh wow! Okay. The whole time, <laughs> like wow. like they asked him a question. They're like, uh, "So what's the craziest thing?" They ask everybody a question. What's the craziest thing you've ever signed? And he goes, "Oh, mine's a cadaver." And everybody's like, "Whoa!" And he goes, "Yeah, right on the arm." And he goes, "Oh, wait." That's me. I signed my arm. Like, <laughs> like he, that's all he would do. And, um, but he was, you know, he was still nice. So then I go to get a picture from, cause I wanted, you know, I try to get pictures of like the people I, I do panels for and then I like, and you know what? So I go to get a picture from him. I walk up and he goes, immediately looks at me and he goes, yeah, I found out why that fucking air conditioner was on. <laughs> He's like, and he, he, uh, that's how I know. Cause the Tom Skura thing. And that's all he wanted to talk about was the fucking air conditioner still. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll take this picture. And he's all, Chris, NWO for life, Kevin Nash. Thanks. He's all, I hope they fucking turn the air conditioner off. Oh, my God. <laughs> it would have been good if you'd have put that on there as well, right? That would have been <laughs> extra note. That, that would have been pretty cool. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Never, never forget the air conditioner. Fucking yeah, air conditioner. Fucking air, and I'm, I'm, I can't wait to watch this podcast this week because I guarantee he's going to. He's going to talk talk about the air. That'll be the podcast. Yeah. It'll just be him talking about the cold. Okay. You know what? I was, I was sitting in the audience there yesterday and it was freaking cold in there. Mm -hmm. They weren't kidding. It was like being in a meat Uh locker. I'm like, no, good thing I have my gloves on. I tell, so I did the ET panel and I tell, um, uh, you know, Henry Thomas, it's Henry Thomas, uh, D Wallace and Thomas Howell. He did, he dropped the C. He's no longer C Thomas Howell. Apparently he, he didn't, he didn't iterate that to me, but I saw it on his poster that he and he introduced himself as Thomas. Uh, but we're in the green room, and I was like, I cannot iterate you to you guys now. It's freezing cold out there. So then we get out there, and she's like, "You were not kidding." It is. She was not happy about it, but she was not like, you know. Yeah, she upset. She kind of moved on. She made like Elsa and let it go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Uh, of course not. Like, uh, is that frozen? We'll, yeah. we'll just have a frozen session. We were talking, it ties uh, into what you're talking about uh, last night. So, yeah. yeah, you know, now we'll talk about Disney movies. Well, so yeah. it's funny because, like, I told Thomas Howell in the green room the, the story about my girlfriend. So, my girlfriend worked on the movie Obliterated, she was the uh, COVID compliance. And she's like, I want to watch this show Obliterated because I worked on it. Have you seen that show on mm-hmm. Netflix? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I'm not going to say it's good. It's very campy, like action. Um, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to think what it's like, but it's very campy. Hmm. And they go get the bomb squad in here, and and she goes, "Oh, this bomb squad guy is 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 crazy." Like she's like in a good way. She's like behind the scenes, he was just high energy and like crazy. So I'm thinking like, oh, okay, cool. So this guy comes in, he's like gray hair guy, and like that. I need. I meant to ask him why, how they did it, but like, it's fucking see Thomas Howell. And I was like, what do you mean bomb squad guy? I was like, that's C. Thomas Howell. And she goes, I don't know who that is. I was like, you don't know who Pony Boy is from The Outsiders? And she goes, no, I've never seen The Outsiders. <laughs> so I tell him that story. And he's like, your girlfriend's never seen The Outsiders? Sounds like you got to break up. 
Wow. <laughs> I was like, how do you not know who the fuck Pony Boy? I mean, are you looking at, do you know who? I have no clue. God almighty. Mm. He's going to put the camera on me now and grill me about the stuff I don't know. I've only seen the movie once, but I am aware of his existence. Yeah. Yeah. And he's and like, I asked the question on stage. I said, what is the, you know, because Henry Thomas is like now in the, the, the fall of the house of Usher on Netflix. Oh yeah. Mm. That was good. And he's like super creepy. Have you know, have you seen that? Have you seen it? Yeah. No. Watch yeah. it all. And honestly, in like, in like real life, like he, he's real, um, timid. It's kind of interesting when you see when you meet people like that are famous like that and are super timid. But like I wanted to be like, man, you played a really creepy dude really well. <laughs> but I didn't. But like so I asked them all, I'm like, what do you guys know? Like when do people yell at the at the airport at you? And fucking see Thomas Alley goes, I get stay golden pony boy about seventy two fucking times a day. And I was like, I bet you do. Yeah. That would suck, right? Everywhere he goes, stay golden. Yeah. I don't know that it would suck. I, and but... I and I was gonna go. Well, did you stay golden? <laughs> did you? Do you know what it, you know? You know what it is like. Uh -uh. So, The Outsiders is a is a really famous book, and Francis Ford Coppola made a movie out of it, and it's about um, greasers versus okay. socias in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in the fifties. Okay, right, and uh, the, all the greasers. It's funny because like the guys who play the socias like went on in life to not really like the actors went on to like not really do well, but all of the greasers are like the most famous fucking actors of like of like the, of, of, of the eighties and nineties. It's like Emilio Estevez, Ralph Macchio, uh, Patrick Swayze, Tom Cruise, uh, Matt Dillon, um, old names I know. Yeah. God, I'm trying to remember. You got to yeah. see the movie. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, now and, I'm like, and, 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 then, and then see Thomas Hallows, the main character, and he plays Pony Boy. Okay. And 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 uh, you know, one of the characters dies, and while he's dying, he's like, "Stay golden, Pony Boy," and it's like just super, like you know, like <laughs> oh god, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's it's pretty, it's you know, and and they're they're always fighting against the rich kid, you know, but it's just a classic. Like yeah, Austin Farrar says I, we watched it in the eighth grade. Yeah. Arella says she's very disappointed. In she's got a lot of disappointments in me. That's the truth there. But um, it was a good time. We got Smiley in. Uh, Smiley got Bam's autograph on his skateboard. I did. I got I, my... Uh, I have damn it. it. Awesome. I fucking love Bam. Yeah. I heard he, he's actually clean now. You know? Okay. So. And that yeah. he looks really good. Yeah. He, he looked... Uh, he looked normal, which means he must be he must be clean because yeah. like, he was looking pretty bad. He was, and I was like, "Oh, he looks like a regular person, so he yeah. must be." So what they were saying? So I I had breakfast with somebody close to him. I didn't actually meet him, but I met his I met his fiance. I did, I, he, his table was so long that I oh just, yeah, it, it was crazy. I could have probably walked over and talked to the you know his agent and said, "Hey, I, you know, can I meet him?" But it's for me. It's like it's you know if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But she was telling us she was like, "Yeah, man, he's doing really good." And he came in, they came in Thursday mm. and he just went right out and started skating everywhere. He was at Los Altos. Oh, he was at, he went, they went, they went to all the skate parks and then of course they were, they were skating the Arroyos. Yeah. Which is totally legal, but you know, but he, she said, yeah, he was just going out there by himself. And then like the kids would just be like, holy shit. You know, and then bam, get, get on the phone and like. Tch, tch, tch. I so, had a moment I was holding my son's mm -hmm. hand. He wanted to walk up and down the stairs, yeah. which is, I don't know why. Uh, my legs hurt horribly today because he just wanted to walk up and down the stairs. He's just giving you some exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, Mom, you need your steps. Um, but uh, Bam was coming down or up oh, wow. the opposite way of where we were going, and he had, like, security people with him. Yeah. And I was like, who is this? Because he had, like, a bunch of security people, and he had, like, a hood over his mm -hmm. head. 
And I look over and I went, oh my God, that was Bam Majera. And, and I wanted to say hi, but I didn't want my son to fall down the stairs. So right. I chose my son so you, over. So you threw, your son, you threw your son at Bam. <laughs> I, I should. You're all welcome to jackass. And you threw your kid. <laughs> right. And then immediately bow, after bow, that, bow, bow. immediately after that, there was a, a guy dressed as Santa Claus. Oh, wow. And like, I thought, oh, we'll get up the stairs mm -hmm. and then maybe I'll like walk over there and say like hi or something. Yeah. And Santa Claus decided to like say hi to my son and Ian hated it. And so that was it. That he's, was... All, he's all, yo, dude, it's January. <laughs> Ian did not like Santa Claus at all. So you're a little light. Wake up, bro. He actually was screaming, crying, going, ho, 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 no. Wow. And I was like, okay, can you like... Away. There was okay for the first time ever. Man, that guy's really good at scaring children. Yeah, yeah, super good. For the first time ever at a con, I had a couple of interactions with just random con people where I didn't actually talk to them, but I made sure to stay away from those people. <laughs> there was a I'm I'm sitting at Ming's table and he Ming and I didn't know where he was, but it, it I guess apparently they had called him and they're like, hey, we don't we have the uh, American Gladiators panel and no one is here to, to host this. Mm. So Ming bolted over there and he hosts the American Gladiators panel, right? Well, I didn't know this. I get there and I'm like at his table sitting there. Well, this kid keeps just walking by. And about, mm -hmm. about the eighth or ninth time the kid walks by, he's singing a little chant to himself about how he may be going insane. And oh. I hear the word, I may be, he's like, that's insane. Maybe I'm going insane. That's what he says. So I'm like, okay. I'm gonna keep my eye on that kid. <laughs> kind of, you know, he's a little sketchy. You know, gets people on. Then um, I didn't know they did this, but they have an all-access pass. Yeah, okay. I didn't know they had that. Well, and also, like, I didn't know an all-access pass actually meant fucking all-access, which I don't really care for. But um, what does what that? Yeah, what does that entail? Yeah, does that they could, green they room. Could, they could go in the green room. Oh, and um, I didn't like that. Cause like the green room is like for them to go in like when they're chill. like they need a break and chill right, and there was like this this kid that was in the green room and he he kind of got to close to the edge of, uh, you know, being a little too much, and he was a little chanty and he was doing little things but he would go up to people, he came up to uh, me and Samantha and um, one of the agents, and he's like, what did he ask? Oh, he was like, what is what is the difference between this pass and this pass? And we both look at him and we're like, well, I don't know, we don't. We don't have no idea. And he's like, oh, what pass do you have? And we're like, we have the do whatever the fuck we want to pass. With the, the I work here pass? Yeah. And, uh, Entertainer. and then he's sitting, then he ends up sitting with me next to me and he starts just like saying some weird shit. And I'm just like, all right, I don't, I don't think they should do this. <laughs> Clint Howard doesn't have to, shouldn't have to sit through this. Yeah. I did. I did. So I did sit down and I'm eating. And I'm hungover, and I just look to my left, and it's Clint Howard. And then I just looked down, and I went, my life is fucking weird, man. <laughs> I didn't talk to him. I talked to Tom Arnold. Oh, did you? I did, yeah. Well, you, that's what I'm really jealous of. I could care less that you got carried on the back of some I think, beautiful and I, lady. And I think you'll be happy with what I said to him. Oh. So I walk in, I sit down, and I'm eating, and he's sitting there, and he has, like, his kid. And I don't know if it was his wife or the lady that takes care of his kid or somebody. Yeah. And he's just kind of, like, flustered a little bit. And he's sitting there, and I was like, and I just go, hey. How did your show go last night? And he goes, oh. He goes, oh, it went great. And I was like, oh, good. And then I was it. Oh. So I said to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's just treat him like a human, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, no, mm -hmm. I 
I had such a busy week that I just could not find a babysitter to go. Did you <laughs> know we had free tickets to the show? No. We could and we didn't go. It was too much. There was too yeah, much. there was too much to do, but yeah. I like used up my babysitter points. Oh. Um, so the last couple of weeks have been yeah. a lot. Um, oh, uh, my favorite moment at Comic Con though, there was uh, all the nerds out there are gonna get this. Mm -hmm. uh, we're huge Star Wars people, and uh, we waited in line to buy a forty dollars soda. Don't ask. Um, and there was an Imperial uh, core guy behind us, and he he like wrote us a citation because I told him that we were not the Jedi he was looking for. Oh wow! And he thought it was hilarious, so he actually wrote me. He like printed out his own citations, and uh, he was like, "I didn't want to be weird to anybody, so like you seem like you would be fun." And so he yeah. wrote he wrote us a citation. I think I have it in my purse. Oh, it's cute. It was really cute. He got like really into it yeah and so some of the best interactions so like i don't know like i am like good at certain pop culture and then other stuff i have no fucking idea someone's like someone's like i saw you talking to the demon hunter guy i was like i don't okay <laughs> sure <laughs> sure demons so i end up like be i made friends with this guy and uh because we're in the green room we're just talking and i don't know and they're like yeah that's the guy that does three of the voices for five nights at freddy's oh yeah and I'm like, okay, I've seen that. I know what the video game is. Mm -hmm. I've never played it. Yeah. I've not seen the film. And uh, and he like he and I are friends on Facebook now because we're talking about because he's from Connecticut. And I was like, man, there is a beer that's from there that I love to death. And he's like, hmm. And I go, the official beer of the clam. And he goes, Narragansett. And I was like, yes, that beer is amazing. And he goes, oh my god. And he he goes into this like I just like open the can of like his like joy. He's like, he's like, that's the, he's like, that's the beer from Jaws that Quint's drinking. And he goes, every time I get one, I crack it open and he does the Quint line and he takes oh, a swig. Cute. And so now we're friends, but then we're sitting at the table and, and he was at our show. He was the guy yeah. that was sitting in the front row that of our show. That we forced to drink Malloy. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so then, so then we're sitting in the green room and he's like, are you doing any more panels? I was like, yeah, I'm about to do the ET panel. And he goes, oh, cool. And I was like, I'm going to ask him, uh, so what's an et oh my god <laughs> and he just fucking starts laughing and he's like dude that is he's like i did not expect you to say that he was all oh, that was really amazing what's an et and then and then i didn't realize i was foreshadowing yeah uh -oh. i did not realize i was foreshadowing so i go out to do the panel and we're having a really good go and there's uh we have the audience mic and people are just rolling like i didn't have to tell people they oh. are rolling up and they're at the microphone one after the other and uh a lot, a lot of people that are like my generation older, and all of a sudden, this like person in like cosplay walks up, and they're like, um, "I have a question." Sorry, I'm 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 younger, and uh -huh. I go and I go, "Hey, hey, hey, we're all young here," uh -huh. and uh, they go, "I've never seen ET," right? And D Wallace stands up. She goes, "You never seen ET?" She's like, "Get the hell out of here!" Yeah, <laughs> and then she's like, "I'm kidding." And so then the person's like, "No, no, but my question is this." what uh species is et and i'm like and i'm and in my mind i'm going how the fuck would these people know he's an et that's yeah. all he is he's just an et and they were like they were like what <laughs> like they were like what in the fuck are you asking and in my mind i'm like this is my fault i did this <laughs> i made that joke e What's what an is an et et was my like favorite movie as what a kid. is et i loved it yeah and I mean, 
I named every single doll and mm-hmm. stuffed animal that I ever had. Its name was Elliot, whether okay. it was a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. And my whole family thought I was going to name my kid Elliot. And then I didn't. I named him after a soccer player instead. Do you want some stories from the panel? Uh, yeah. I have some good. I have a couple good ones. So uh, I asked him about the audition process. And um, uh, C. Thomas Howell was saying, or Thomas Howell, whatever he goes by, <laughs> was saying that uh, he had just finished outsiders and his dad he was just got out of school and his dad's like hey we're gonna go over and see this guy steven spielberg and he goes okay he's like i had no idea who steven spielberg was and um and i guess like steven spielberg for some reason had it in his mind that the character that the older brother smoked and he's like his dad's like okay here's these cigarettes (laughs) you need to learn how to light these so they're on the way and like his dad is like making him like light matches and like learn how to light a cigarette oh my god so then they get there and he's like yeah we get there and there's like like 25 people in the audition room and they all look like john stamos and he's like yeah i'm not gonna get this and so he goes in and they're they're like doing the audition and steven spielberg goes do you know how to smoke and he pulls out like this raggedy pack and he pulls out the cigarette and, he, and the cigarette's kind of broken and he like lights it and then and they and as soon as they see him light it steven spielberg goes you got the part <laughs> and he goes, and I've smoked ever since. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's fucked up, man. Steven Spielberg made you smoke. That was hilarious. No, he smoked to get that part, and right. then he realized how great it was, and he kept going. And I'm like, I want this in my life forever. Wow. Right. It got me a part on ET. How can it go wrong? That's yeah. a better story than how I started smoking. Yeah. So. What was the other? There was another good story. So where he was like, I guess they filmed the movie, right? And I was like, did you guys realize the impact? And they were like, no. Like this was supposed to be his like little movie. Steve yeah. so he films the movie and and you know it hasn't come out yet but they're doing like the yeah. early stuff tom cruise calls him on the phone and he's like dude i just saw et it's fucking amazing <laughs> that's how he found out like the that's movie was gonna amazing. be tom cruise called him on the phone i like hearing drew barrymore's stories about et oh they told a couple yeah so i guess they yeah. wanted et this this is how much of a nerd i am but yeah. uh they wanted Drew Barrymore to think E.T. was real and alive. That is so, what they said, yeah. And um, They had the guy at a moment's notice would move him around. Yeah, so that way, um, one, she wouldn't be, like, freaked out by, like, I guess a robot, which, you know, so she thought that she had this, like, real bond with E.T., and I think that's actually kind of sweet. It is. Uh, Brennan says E.T. is an Azigiana, named after their home planet. Oh, and I say to Brendan, nerd. <laughs> uh, but so they tell that story, right? So I guess, uh, so D was like, I knew Drew Barrymore was going to be a director from the moment I met her. Yeah. Because she came right up to her and like she was sitting down, like D was sitting down and Drew Barrymore goes, um, I'm going to get up on your lap right now, okay? And she's <laughs> like, uh, okay. And then she did. Yeah. But then they tell her, they're like, uh, she's telling D, or D's, they're about to kill him. He's about to die. Yeah. And... She tells uh, um, Drew, she says, Drew, E.T. is about to die, but he's not really going to die. He's just acting like we do. And Drew Barrymore goes, I know. I'm not stupid. <laughs> and then they walk in the room and then they kill him. And then she goes, ah! and she starts screaming and they, they're like freaking out. And they're like, oh, my God, she was really hitting hard. And then, and then she looks over and she's all, are we rolling? Oh like, and, and, and like a little kid like holy that's shit so like that's amazing like wow 
Yeah. Oh, Brandon says that's what they call him in Star Wars. Uh, nerd. That it, yep. That is Craig, what is the me. what is your nerd stuff? What do you nerd out? Um, you go to the cons. I mean, is it not? Is, yeah, I go to the cons because of the wife. Um, oh, okay. We've got a lot of artists. Does she, does she hit you? If you don't know. Friends, she does. Uh, <laughs> I should, I, I'm safe. You're you're safe you're more, you're more of a music nerd, I would assume. Music nerd. Okay. Um, but I also like um, old British comedies like Red Dwarf and yeah. Well, yeah. the Young Ones and interesting Filthy Rich and Cat Flap and stuff like that. But okay. music's my main kind of mighty nerd mighty space. bush mighty bush yeah that that came out when after I moved here oh, so uh oh uh oh she says Doctor Who Doctor Who oh. old oh, okay. school she convinced me of the new iteration I was not mm -hmm. I was like I don't want to watch this I I was actually like militantly mm -hmm. against the new iteration of Doctor Who I was more of the old Doctor Who because right. I'm forty three. And then uh, I started so like, watching some with her. It stops at Sylvester it McCoy. Like, he was it, my favorite for the longest time. He was the one that was actively making episodes when I was like a lot. Like, yeah. I was like, I remember when the new ones would come out. I had a crush on his companion, Ace. I was well, like, yeah. Ace, mm. little nine-year-old me or whatever it was. But yeah, so music mainly um, mm -hmm. and r wrestling a little bit. Yeah, you were talking earlier about Trish, and it reminded me weirdly of when I met Christian. Oh, I've good. I I I did his panel too. Did I, you? Yep. Yeah, it, he was. He it was the after party at the hotel. Right? Oh, and he walks through the lobby, and I turned to Arellis, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. "She's like, who's that?" I was like, "He was the WWE World Champion." And, yeah, and then turns out like. Carlos Ferrer, um, mm -hmm. he was friends with him, and so we ended up going downtown together. Oh, really? Yeah, we went to Sister. Um, no shit. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. so I'm sitting at the table with all of them, and I'm talking to him, trying to, like, you know, so yeah. what do you do? You know, yeah. <laughs> not saying it like that, but it's treating them normally, but mm -hmm. inside I was like, oh, shit, this is a Christian. He's yeah. great in AEW. I'm, oh, a, I'm a wrestler. No, 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 no. He is the best in AEW. Yeah. <laughs> he is right now the best character Some in wrestling he says yes oh my god he, his whole thing is is he's like this villain and he wants to sleep with everyone's mother oh he's the patriarch he's the patriarch i'm a fan already he's the patriarch he'll be like he'll be like now that your father's dead he's all how's your mom doing like he does literally <laughs> and he literally that. says that yeah. one of one of the people in his in his group yeah. is a 20 year old wrestler yeah and his mom, this 20-year-old wrestler, his mom is now shacking up with Chris. Right. Because um, <laughs> the dad's dead. Like, and so. he's saying stuff in front of it. That his, yeah. his dad's legitimately dead, yeah. for real. Yeah. And he's saying stuff like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to take your mom to pound town tonight and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's... Like, and, and then he calls the guy like his like his like prodigy. He's uh, kind of like a, he's like a, he's like he's like I'm, you're going to be my son. You know, like, mm -hmm. And it's oh the, and the way God. he does it, it's so fucking weird. But the crazy thing is, so when, the, when he was here, he did the panel. Like uh, he he came in when he like thought he was like injured, and they were mm -hmm. never going to let him wrestle again. Yeah. And it was not a thing where he was like um, injured, and he was like, okay, I'm done. It was where he was injured, and the doctors were like told the WWE he shouldn't wrestle again so WWE was like okay mm -hmm. then you're done and so he didn't want to he didn't want to be done um so I so that's when we we got him right so he was the only wrestler here that year mm. and they're like you're gonna do this panel I was like cool so I'm 
ultra hungover. Ultra hungover, because, you know, I'm fucking dumb. And uh, we were in the green room, and it's just the two of us, and I'm sitting there, and he's across the table. And, it, you know, I'd introduce myself, but I kind of, like, sit down, and then I just kind of, like, you know, bend over, and I'm just, like, like psyching myself up, trying to get some adrenaline so, it, you know, I don't, mm. I'm not hurting. And he goes, he's, like, got the leg jiggle. Uh. And I and I and I can just feel the nervous energy. Yeah. And I mean, this is a dude who's a WWE yeah, yeah. world champion. He's been out in WrestleMania in front of eighty thousand people. Yeah. And he's about to go out in front of like thirty. And I think it's because he hadn't done it done it in a while. I don't know. And he's like leg jiggle. I feel nervous. And he goes, "So, uh, this is your first time doing this?" And I was like, "No, no, no. I do these all the time." And he's like, "Okay, okay, okay." So then I'm like, oh boy, you are, you're nervous. nervous. You're nervous. I was like, and I, so I look over and I was like, hey man, it's all good. I'll take care of you. We'll be fine. And he's like, okay. So we get out there and we do the panel and and it goes great. We get done. Did he ask if he could sleep with your mom? No, no. <laughs> and, and he's real. And that's how, like, that's how good he is. Like, like that's how good of like, he should be, be an actor. Like he in person, he's like super personable, super nice. Oh yeah. And then when you see him on TV, you're like, Jesus Christ! He like flipped a switch, and he's like this yeah. fucking evil, like awful human being. That's his job, though, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. But they all, not every one of them, is like that. That, yeah. that good. So then we're walking, like we're walking back to the green room, and I'm like, Hey, man, thanks a lot for the panel. And he turns to me and he goes, Thank you very much. And he's like, Thank you for not talking about Edge. Oh yeah! Thank you for like talking about me. And I was like, dude, you're the one that's here. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah. He's like, I was. He was like, I was really worried about that. He's like, everybody always wants to talk about it because I was a tag team partner. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're in real life. They they grew up together. Oh. And they became a tag team. They were like, they were Edge and Christian, Edge and Christian. But Edge always kind of had the bigger career, mm -hmm. and so he would always, you know, kind of get. And he was like, yeah, people, all, everyone wants to talk about Edge. And I was like, no, yeah. dude, you're the one that's here. And and it was cool. And I took and, he, and I was like, could take a picture. He's like, yeah. And it, you know, they did a podcast together as well. The Edge and, and Christian podcast. I have a story about that. So Hobo <laughs> Hank. So Hobo Hank is one of my friends, Joe. Yeah. You know, and um, when we first met him, like he was just kind of local, and nobody, you know, like the local people know him. And yeah. he'd been wrestling twenty some years, but you know, kind of never really, you know. And I mean, he, you know, that's just how local wrestling is, you know. But um, so Joe starts doing our podcast, and people are like. Are listening to it and they're like friending him from like all of the united states all over the world well he hits me up and he goes tommy dreamer is going to come wrestle in at the federation that was here he's like he's like and i and i told him i showed him that i had a green screen and all this stuff and i was like yeah we can green screen and make a like a promo video for you oh yeah and he was like can you and i was like yeah so he hits me up like and he's like yeah tommy dreamer's coming here i want to come over and like film one of those promos yeah, i was yeah. like okay so he comes over and we put the green screen on, put the lights on, and film it, and and then I put a background on it and I give it to him and he posts it all over. Well, Tommy Dreamer sees it. Well, Tommy Dreamer was their their uh, guy that would call into their podcast. Oh, he did a thing called like Tales from the Indies. Okay, yeah, because he was wrestling on the Indies back again, and he would call into their show and he would give stories from like the indie shows he went to. So he he's Tommy Dreamer sees the promo. And he fucking hits up Hobo, and he's like, dude, this is awesome. He's like, I love this. Goes on the Edge and Christian podcast, which has like 80,000 listeners, plays the promo that no me shit. and Smiley and 
a couple other people made with Hobo. Yeah. Yep. And then comes here and wrestles Hobo Hank, and he goes back and he's like, Hobo Hank is my favorite wrestler. Aww. Wow. On the Edge and Christian podcast. So then, like, a couple weeks later, uh, Tommy's, like, busy and he can't do the podcast. So they called Hobo, and they're like, can you call in and do the Tales from the Indies for... Wow. And, and it had, yeah. like, and it had, like, it was, like, this little promo we made in my house over on 311 Rosemont. Yep. Like, kind of, like, helped, you know, to kind of jump... Yeah, his career up a little, and then Vice called him and did the Vice thing for I him. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, well, we and, were there for that. Well, and we helped him do like he was like, I got a thing coming up. Can you help me with the promos for that? Mm-hmm. And he came over, and uh, him and him and uh, Thunder came over. Yep. And 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 Joe did his promos, and and they were, they were going to wrestle. This is this is you know inside baseball for wrestling, but uh, Joe does or Hobo does his promos, and then. He's like telling Thunder, I'm going to beat you down. I'm going to kick your ass. And then we we put like a background behind him and then save it. And then Thunder gets up and he's like, Hobo Hank, I'm going to, you know. And then, and then at the end of it, Ho- Joe goes over, Hobo goes, all right, that was good, but change it where you say this about me. And then it, <laughs> and, and like he's directing him, gets back up, films again. We put a different background behind him and there's the two different promos, you know, from, the, from you know, and then we filmed them in the same room, same place. Oh, yeah, it, was, it was in Chris's living room. <laughs> yeah and and like and there's like five people in there like holding lights and shit and uh and like hobo like we put like an alleyway with a trash can behind him you know like just stupid shit you know and uh and then yeah and then like vice like used some of that and it was kind of weird it was it was really interesting that's cool yeah and and so yeah he's like yeah i was on the edge of christian park i was like that's awesome man good for you i'm glad we you know yeah i'm glad we could help you do that and that's and that's just cool you know mm-hmm. but that's cool you got to hang out with him yeah it was because uh, Arellis was with me as well, and yeah. um, there was a couple of other people there. Um, won't name names, can't remember names. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that'll that's what'll happen. Like, they'll be like, We're gonna go out and hang out, and these people will come out and party with me and us. And I'm like, What do you do? And they're like, Oh, I'm a voiceover actor, and I'll be like, Oh, okay. And they'll name off like five things. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's what Carlos he, he yeah. I can't remember video game voice acting, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was cool just hanging out, and I did not once mention wrestling because you know you, if you're it's a, it's if you're you. a celebrity, it's the last you. thing you want is for in your normal life someone to just kind of be like, "Hey, tell me about that time when you, you know, <laughs> they threw you off the top of that thing." Yeah, let me let me ask you about your day at work. What? Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> Why? And so it's just one of those where we just we just hung out. One of the one of the friends that was there, she was uh, she was on a mission to find a certain type of man downtown. Oh, yeah, she was on a mission for that. Yeah, nice. there's, there's some interesting shit like that. Like, you get around some of these people, and all every weekend they're in a different city, mm-hmm. and they're just like numb to it. It's very odd. I mean, I guess that's how musicians are too. Like when you're traveling, you just get numb to like, mm. and you've toured as a comedian, mm-hmm. you just get numb to it, and. Uh, you know, and everybody wants to show you like the local color of everything. I don't know. I never got. I um, I think Kurt toured more than I did, yeah. so like he got tired of me because I would drag him to dive bars wherever we were, because I like to hear the cheese may everybody's talking about. Uh, oh yeah, because yeah. that gives me something to like talk to them about. Um, or I force him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kurt pretty much only eats pizza. Really. Um, nice. I miss those days. <laughs> that's like his favorite thing to eat. 
Um, or what I'm eating for dinner. And uh, he would always want to like just order a pizza or something. And I would make him go to like a hole in the wall place. I would make him drive around and we would oh. find the place that had the most local license plates. Okay. Um, and I think at first he found it really annoying oh. because he's like, I tour all the time. I'm tired. I would, um, I would have like a bingo card of shit. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then eventually he kind of embraced it until yeah. I stayed out at a dive bar too late one night. Mm-hmm. Because I was new to touring, and I was like, no, we're on tour. You were nude in touring? No, new to touring. Mm. I also was nude sometimes. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's a different story for a different day. Yeah. But uh, he was like, okay, I'm just going to let it happen, and you're going to learn why we don't stay out super late. Yeah. Because uh, we have to be up at yep. 6 a.m., Yep. but well, I'm going to let it happen. Why you get us up to travel? Yeah. Yeah. Because we, oh man. And, and, and driving in a car, especially if you're not the, the driver, hungover mm -hmm. sucks. It's really bad. And also when uh, the person you're touring with uh, mm -hmm. drinks chocolate milk on oh, tour. Oh, oh. That's uh, his, that's Kurt's road trip drink. I bet the farts were amazing. It's like, oh. his, his, it's like his energy drink. He's all, it was, now it's time for chocolate milk. And I'm just I would just. pizza and chocolate milk. <laughs> oh, I'm just He's like. Five. It's fine. Give me my, give me my pizza. Give me that slice there. And where's my chalky milk? You know? <laughs> he listens every week. He's going to kill me. Uh, uh, but I'm sure yeah, he's fine. He, he, I would just be, I, th yeah, that day he got extra chocolate milk because. Oh yeah. Hung over in a car as the passenger. Cause he also won't let me drive no. when we tour together. Cause he's afraid of me. And, and that's, yeah, that's bad. It's like, <laughs> and I looked over and he had chocolate milk and I was like, could you fucking not? But anyway, we went to a dive bar oh. and that's probably the most fun I had on tour. Oh, well, I say this, you know, for people that aren't that are listening to this, who are not from New Mexico, when people from New Mexico come to your city, we don't want to go out and eat Mexican food. We do not, <laughs> do not. I had to, I went to Colorado. I went to Denver to do some shows, and they they gave me green chili, and I threw it in the trash. Yeah, of nice. In, in, <laughs> in front of them, in front yeah. of them. Yeah. Yes, right in front of them with yeah. eye contact. I was like, fucking gross. You should have said. You should have said, awesome. Can I get more? And then just scooped it in <laughs> the trash. This is where this belongs. And I'd like some more. Yeah, Give me extra sides of <laughs> yeah. green chili. How Greg, I have a question for you. Because yeah, you're a football fan. I am a football fan. Uh-oh. Um, 49ers? <laughs> no, Christopher. Again, again, Chris. You're do the you only have, room. Do you have a favorite pundit? Uh, no. Well, what do, what do these words mean? When when I watch when I watch the villa on TV, a lot of the people that do the commentary are previous players. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and there's uh Andy Townsend who is a cockney. So he talks like this all the time, right? Yeah. He, he sounds like this. He says, in it. Right. But he's he played for Ireland. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he he's probably my favorite because he always talks about fizzing the ball. Yeah. And I was like, I've never once heard that term in my life. And <laughs> I'm talking to my friend in England who is, he's American. Mm -hmm. He's a Villa fan. And I'm like, who's this idiot talking about fizzing the ball? And then I looked it up and it was Andy Townsend, oh. Villa's old captain. Yeah. So I like Andy Townsend, but from the old days, um, uh, Andy Gray, he's Scottish. He was another Villa player. You see the bias? Here? I see. I see a little bit of a bias. Uh, just yeah. a little bit. Little, so. little bit. 
Because you're an Austin Villa fan, right? I'm an Aston Villa yeah, yeah. fan. Aston Villa. I'm still learning the name. You get it. Hard A. Ass. <laughs> Aston Villa. You got it. Um, mm. I personally really enjoy Thierry Henry. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. he talks so much shit. And it's great. I um, like watching. I like watching the Man United and and Liverpool oh, ex players. Yes, argue. Yes, that's great. Those are I always because the 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 um, loyalty never fades. I don't think. No, no matter what. Uh, I just had to ask that because one, it's going to make my husband happy that I mentioned um, that I know who Jamie Carragher is. And uh, <laughs> bonus points. Well, I got a bone to pick with Liverpool fan here. Uh oh. Because we inherited a garbage manager. Yeah. Do you know who that was? No. I definitely don't. Steven Gerrard. <gasps> you hate Steven Gerrard? <gasps> who? He oh, managed yeah. Aston Villa, and he almost ruined us. And you know what happened? <laughs> we fired him. And now we're third in the Premier League. Oh, I we we are Stevie G. Is that is that good? We are huge yeah. Stevie oh, okay. G fans. So not as a manager. Yeah, but as a player, I got respect. We got as a our, manager. Uh, no. We got our son a little Liverpool T Rex, and his name is Stevie G Rex. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, guess if I don't know if players should become managers all the time. Oh, that's all sports. Yeah. Well, our, our, our current manager was a player. Oh, okay. He wasn't a good player. <laughs> well, see, like, I feel like in sports, a lot of times when they were like a oh-so-so player, they become, they're like great managers because they weren't great athletes usually. And so they had to like be really good at like all yeah. of the mental stuff and yeah. all of the like strategy and all that. Right. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the great, the great NBA coaches. You know, like, uh, like, what's the name? Phil Knight or uh, not? What's, God dang it! I don't know anything about sports. Um, <laughs> just say yay sports. <laughs> yay sports. Ru I mean, Rudy Tomjanovich, you know, not a great basketball player, but like great coach. Uh, what's the guy's name? that was fucking coach for the Lakers and the Bulls. All those runs. You're yeah, asking um, the wrong person there. Hey, you'll know, but if I say his name, you'll be like, oh, Michael yeah, Jordan. Yeah. Well, that would be my guess. <laughs> he was the coach. He was the coach of the team. Anyway, he was like, you know, like people go, oh, he played. I'm like, yeah, the motherfucker's like six ten. Where do you think he came from? They just like fucking walk outside and like you're tall, you could buy coach, you know. But like it's usually you know like those players that weren't yeah, spec, you know they they had to like actually like learn and play in fundamentals and you know. I'll tell you who my favorite Liverpool player was though. Okay, is that, is that a good deal? That's a good Phil deal. Jackson. Sorry, they got. Oh me. my god, Phil, Phil Jackson. See, Brandon's listening. Phil Jackson did not play for Liverpool, Christopher. I know. I'm but, just kidding. But when I say Phil Jackson, you know who Phil Jackson is, no, right? No, I don't. really, not at all. I know who Larry Bird is. Miss Jackson's boyfriend. <laughs> okay, Brandon, he won two titles with the Knicks, but I wouldn't sit there and go, "Oh, Phil Jackson fucking carried the Knicks to those titles." Oh, this is sports that Smiley and I like. Yay sports. Yeah. Yay sports. Yeah. See, I'm trying to bring the sports in. I know, not this weird kicking a ball thing that no one watches with your feet. You know, it's only America that thinks it's weird, though. Like I, that's the only sport. I mean, if played. we're gonna talk about a world sport, let's go into F1. Okay. I mean, it's don't get me started on largest F1. sport in the world. Come on, yeah. now. is that flying airplanes? Pretty much on oh, the ground. I, on the ground. I don't know. Oh, I, I put that in the same place as chess as a sport. A Formula One? Yeah. You it's think not it's, a sport. They're driving? I mean, they're it takes, driving. It takes a skill, uh, but I don't see it as a sport. Like, chess is apparently a sport. I don't see. I'm, I'm with you on that. But to call F1 not a sport where you have to have the hand, like the hand and eye court. Have you ever, why have you, yeah, no, go I, watch the Drive to Survive on Netflix and tell me that those are not. I get you. I get you. It's just an opinion. It's unpopular <laughs> opinion. But it takes talent. Yeah. 
but I wouldn't get on a plane and, and cheer the, mm-hmm. the, the pilot for delivering a good landing, you know? Like, I it's, do. It's, well, I wouldn't either because the computer flies the plane. Over. All right, yeah. all right, all right. <laughs> but no, like, um, I used to watch F1 when I was a teenager. Yeah. I watched, uh, was it Ayrton Senna die? Yeah. I, I, I was watching that race. Have um, you? Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, you guys probably, we'll talk about this. I'll talk about this in a second. Go ahead. No, no, that so I've, I've lost my train of thought. Oh, what, oh what favorite Liverpool, yeah, yeah. Um, Michael Owen. Oh, okay. Michael Owen was an amazing player uh, for a very short period of time until he got like messed up. I would, uh, I got no problems with Michael Owen. Ah, uh, <laughs> goddamn Brandon. Oh, uh, is he still? <laughs> wow. See, that's I'm telling. you. All right, he's proving my point. I have no idea who it is though. We just skateboarding oh, yeah. uh, count as a sport? Yes, absolutely. Oh, nice. All right, I do like that sport. And Robbie Fowler was cool. Did you see oh, that goal celebration he yes. did when he snorted the white line? Yes. I was like, I didn't like Robbie Fowler, but I, I thought that was funny. Like, yeah, he's funny. Because he was accused of being on drugs, yes. and so he scores a goal, and <laughs> the, the lines are all white on the pitch, and he gets down on his knees and goes... And start snorting the line. Wow. You wouldn't see that these days. You wouldn't see that these days in full, but that was great. Oh, oops, sorry. Oh, geez. Oh, oh geez. I'm getting played out. We're getting played off. I, I no. know. Wow. No. So my favorite football player of all time, it's so funny. I was pregnant with my, no, I had just had my son. He was in the NICU. I was like having a hard time and the World Cup was going on. I think it was a World Cup. Something Which was year? going on. Uh, 2021. It was some... That was the European, and, I think. Yeah, it was a European Cup. Yeah. And um, Chiellini was playing for Italy. Okay. I believe. Yeah. And uh, he was an old guy about to retire. <laughs> but I fell in love with him because he was so happy when he was playing. Like, you mm. could just see him smiling and, yeah. like, nobody knows who he is. Yeah, I have no clue. Um, but I fell in love with him. He retired this year. I think he came over to the MLS this year. I don't know. Okay. Because um, that's what you do. You're like, ah, I'm, I'm going to retire. You go to so America. I'm, I'm yeah. just going to go play a couple of years. I there mean, I think millions. he was like 45 years old. Like he Jeez. was, yeah. And so he retired. So I had to find a new one. And I have fallen in love with Mohamed Salah. Not just because he's Mo Liverpool. Salah? I love him. Oh. I know. Ex-Chelsea player. I know. <laughs> But he's so good. I have to say that because I know that rubs like uh, the Chelsea thing. Yeah, but it does. Let's it be hurts. honest. Liverpool made him who he is. So, yeah. yeah. His hair. He's so cute. His hair. That's and... what I always say. Yeah. He's... <laughs> In fact, you were saying that when we when we met at the start. You were like, Mo Salah. <laughs> yeah. Liverpool made him. Yeah. Not so, Chelsea. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows it wasn't Chelsea. Everyone knows that. <laughs> everyone knows. Uh, we're at the end of the first hour here. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you, you, you're with the band Gilead Rises. You have a show coming up. Tell everyone about it. Yeah, uh, show next Saturday at Launchpad. Um, we've got Twelve Step Rebel uh, Rebels playing. They're they're headlining the show. Us, uh, a band from Tucson called the Res Tones, mm-hmm. uh, Native American rockabilly band. They're really fucking cool. We got mm-hmm. to play with them last year in Tucson. Okay, um, and shit out of luck. That's the name of the band. That's the that's the that's the band. Or you're just, or you threatening me? And I'm threatening you a good time. Okay, that's what the 27th is. But okay. no shit, out of luck. They're opening. Um, they're from um, out west Gallup area. Oh, nice. So mm, it was supposed fun. to be the Ouija chords, but something happened unfortunately there. But yeah, uh, it'll be a good show. So it's a rockabilly, horror, punk. 
I love it. Rock and roll night. So. That sounds like an amazing time. Mm-hmm. Get out there, man. Get tickets now. Because yeah, yeah. like you said, they're, tickets are more expensive at, at the, the door. door. Yeah. The door. Get them online. Get them online. Buy them early. I don't think you can get them online. <laughs> Never mind. You can buy them at the door. I don't, I don't think it's yeah, yeah. That's sometimes they do. But that. yeah, that'll be that'll be a really good show. That'll okay. be a really good show. And we'll be playing. Uh, hopefully, we'll be playing a couple of new tunes as well. Yeah. Same new tunes. Uh, we played them at our album launch last year. Yeah, but we haven't played them since. So. Okay, Holly, you got anything going on? Um, nothing I can talk about yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I have anything. Well, I did. Returned to the DCCW wrestling last night. Oh, oh you're yeah. in the ring. I returned. I said, I know that guy. I'm in the ring getting booed. I got booed. I know. Why did you in, get booed? Um, They messed up my segment. Oh. The guy doing the thing messed it up and it ran long. And it was kind of hokey. Uh, it was hokey, but that's okay. I, I didn't write it. I didn't write it. People don't get mad at me. I didn't write it. I, I, they, I, they hand me the script. I, I go, thought we were supposed to boo at you. No. Oh, well, everyone no. else is booing it, so I, I went right boo? along. Did you I sure did. Thanks, Smiley. He just follows. He's like, yeah, boo you. Wow. Yeah, Very I was all enough. like, hey. Oh, or, I was like, hey, Dan, are we are we booing Chris? And he's like, I think that's what we're doing. We so wow. Do boo. We were supporting you in, you, in all your endeavors. So you booed me, and then the villain came out and stole the microphone from me, and you were cheering him? No, I think I went outside and had a cigarette at that point. Oh, okay. Well, Chris isn't even on stage now. What's the point? If it makes you feel yeah. better, Chris, I told my nine-year-old, I know that guy. Nice. I'm going to go over and do a podcast with him tomorrow. That's what oh. I did. I, what did he say? He just nodded at me like, yeah, dad. Well, that guy sucks. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> he, he actually, yeah. it was... I'm sorry to take this away, but there was a point. I can't remember which match we left after the intermission. Oh, okay. Uh, but my son was like, my nine-year-old was like, I really want to flip that person off right now. I can't remember which wrestler it was. Well, you missed the Ming uh, Chin part. I know, I know. But I said, do the English one. I said, do this and flip them off like that. So oh, that Americans don't uh, look at you going, you know, and thinking, oh, you're so a So he just, parent. I guess your son just saw me and said to say hi from Wyatt. So, oh, there you go. Aww. Nice. There you go. So Wyatt's watching as well, my nine-year-old. Hello. Hello. I gave him permission to swear in English. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's right. I know them. Mm-hmm. That's parenting done right. I, uh, I allow right. my daughter to say brown words, so okay. that's so, where we're, we're So at. I returned. So I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I will be at the Clovis show. Okay. Are we're you going to punch somebody in the face? Maybe. Oh. Are you going to sleep with somebody's mom? <laughs> Are you going to threaten to sleep with somebody's mom? <gasps> Could be. That would be killer. And and I did commentary last night on the Hobo Hank uh, Jacob Fought 2 match. Ooh. And I'll talk a little bit about that in the second hour. Was, yeah. I'll give a little inside tea from behind the scenes last night. Because Ming Chin went with me and uh, he got in the ring. Yeah. And he got, he got a little physical. Oh. Ming got to get physical in the ring. Isn't that wow. crazy? And, you know, Ming, Ming's not the most imposing guy, but uh, he got to chase a guy out of the ring. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. Smiley, got anything going on? Uh, yeah, nothing I can talk about. <laughs> okay. Smiley and I are very informative. Make wow. it up. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. No. Hey. I'll <laughs> hey, let you know, or I'll forget. Uh, yeah, and sometimes I get booked on things that they're like, you right. can't say anything. Yet. No, I got you. So. That's cool. Me too, sometimes. Uh, we should probably take, <laughs> in the second hour talk a little bit about our live show that we did last yes, Thursday. We oh wow, yeah. That Craig was not at. Thanks, Craig. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> Three kids. Yeah. Hey, I get you. No, I know. I know. I know. It's I'm hard. messing with you. I'm just messing with you. I have a cat. Are hard to come. Sometimes back. I forget to feed him. 
Yeah. So, oh, I'm, I gotta, not, I'm not to, in the same boat. I have to feed the dog. Yeah, thank, I'm glad you reminded me. I'm scared uh, I'll get to stand up. Your dog's going to go crazy. Uh, well, she'll do that when you stand up here in a minute. But uh, uh-huh. we're going to take a break. We'll be right back about 10 minutes. Uh, with that, we, we are 10 drink, drink minimum. minimum. Ooh, how's it going, all you hot dogs? Welcome to Tin Drink Minimum, sponsored by Topo Chico. I did not bring that up at first. I should have. Uh, Holly Ann is here. I am here. Smiley. Oh. I'm here as as well. I need to put your microphone on the fourth one. I just fuck that up every time. Uh, And from the band Gilead Rises, uh, we have Craig Buchanan. That's right. Yeah. You guys have a show coming up next Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yep. Next yeah. Saturday at Launchpad. Yeah. Be a good one. Get out. Check it out. A little... Uh, There's a lot of shows that day. Rockabilly. Is there? Who else yeah. is playing? Well, let's not. No. We don't want to talk no, about no, anybody else. No, there isn't. Nobody else matters. Me. <laughs> I booked this back in September last year, yeah. so... Don't you hate that? Like, yeah. like, Son of a well, because there are other shows that I would have gone to. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. I was like... Well, that's, that's the one thing that drives me crazy about Albuquerque. Some weekends you'll have like nothing to go to. Yeah. And then the next week there'll be five things and they're all on the same night at the same time. And you're like, shit. Can I just say something? I am super proud of the comedy scene here. Because on Thursday I had my comedy show, our live show, and then there was just comedy everywhere that night. It was nuts. I'm oh, so yeah. proud of us that we have we have first of all enough comedians that Mm -hmm. that happens now, but like enough show lineups that i was like dang yeah i have childcare tonight and i would be at any of those shows well and we did our live show we did our first live show at dry heat comedy sponsored by topo chico topo chico graciously gave us free alcohol to just hand out to kids uh <laughs> just kidding to hand out to people that are over the age of 21 we had a private this 21 steven spielberg no He's not gonna make. I'm not gonna make you smoke, guys. Um, we had a private <laughs> event for our fans of the Ten Drink Minimum Underground Group. Yeah, and man, it, we had a great turnout. We had so much fun. Yeah, we had Ming Chin there, and I don't know if I made, but I tricked about 15 people into drinking Malort. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they were they were lining up. And mm-hmm. there was some guy in the front row. Oh, that dude was crazy. <laughs> he was at my comedy show and stayed. Yeah. Um, and maybe I shouldn't do that for the next uh, private show. Just kidding. Oh, no. Yeah, he was fine. He's no, totally he fine. was fun. I'm just giving him shit. Yeah. Um, but he, he, he was, was so he was, excited for more. He Malloy. was a fan of the show. Yeah. He talked to me after the show. He's like, I watch your show. Oh, that's yeah. Smiley, you're my favorite. And I was like, I have a fan. And of course, he's the crazy yes. guy. And he was the crazy, like, probably a serial killer guy. No, the guy that talks to himself at the cons. He, he was, was very he, nice. He wasn't, one of the, he wasn't one of the ones I saw, but he would be. Yeah. Fits the no, he, no, I'm kidding. Was, he was so excited for Malort. And then yeah. he liked Malort. Wanted more. Wanted more. Did a shot of it with Ming and I and, and you mm-hmm. at the like after oh, yeah, the that's show, right. yeah, yeah. and then said that it wasn't as bad as isopropyl alcohol, which we all went okay. So you're an alcoholic. That's cool. Something's going on there in your life that uh, we <laughs> we don't need to get you know. But I mean, awesome, best turnout, and I don't mean like size wise. I've I've had bigger audiences, but like best audience I've ever had. Yeah. They were amazing for a live podcast, and probably that was the best live ca- podcast we've ever done. Oh yeah, hands down. That Billy, I, that Billy I, was there, and he's like, 
This is going to sound bad, but Billy's like, I liked it better than the stand-up before. Oh, Billy's going to be Wow, Billy. I'm just saying, we did a really good no, show. No, we did a really good job. And everybody like, even said, like people came up to me and they are like, wow, I cannot believe the chemistry that you guys all have, especially mm-hmm. with Ming, who's not on our show weekly. Yeah. And uh, the audio is up. You can go listen to it. There is no video. We didn't make any video because it's for our, it was for the people that are in our, our fan group. And uh, join the Tendering Minimum Underground. And yeah. you can hear like the chemistry. And we tell stories between me, Holly, Smiley, and, and, and Ming. And a lot of them are Ming stories because Ming was in town for Comic-Con. And, uh, yeah, that, I think it was one of the was best fun. things we've ever done. And it was really crazy because we just floated in and out. There was no... Uh, like there was no like it was all just really like on top like just fun like and we were funny it was really funny like yeah. a lot of laughs like i think like honestly the second the second that there, there was even like a a moment of, yeah. of hesitation we're like well anyway i guess we're gonna end the show now like it was <laughs> yeah. it, it just flowed yeah. all the way through yeah. like no they gave us a countdown oh did they did you not see it yeah, yeah it's up. it was up on the wall i was busy pouring my yeah. work <laughs> but it was i mean awesome shout out to sarah and kelly from dry heat comedy yeah um that was amazing to set us up with that venue and let us do that. And I would love to do stuff like and that. And it was like seamless. So we had just yeah. some behind the scenes stuff. So we had my show and yeah. then immediately after the yeah. podcast and like literally Sarah Kelly and I were just like moving furniture around right, and right. like it went oh, and so flawlessly. Thank you to you and them for like making it very easy for me. Yeah. It was super easy oh, for me. Oh, that's all on them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all we had to do... Uh, James Ming Chen said James Smiley thought that clock was a Malort shot counter. <laughs> wow. Yeah, most people don't realize. So now you guys get to see, you guys got to see mm-hmm. what I apparently not Smiley. Um, I know I saw it on the wall. I honestly didn't know what it was for though. But I, I, that's how we count all, down. Yeah. How Random much time numbers. we have? Well, and I didn't cool. I didn't think they had had it set. Yeah. And then I look, and it was funny because I looked down at my phone and I looked up at the clock and I went, ah, yeah, she's got the clock for us, and it yeah. and it keyed into my head, and I was like, okay cool and i was like super stoked and that's how professional uh sarah is she and i guess me because she like put it up there and i think maybe she put it up there so you would see it Mm. but i saw it and i went oh she's telling me how much time we have left and i'm like awesome i fucking that is that is fantastic and i want to say this and this is absolute truth i'm not fucking with nobody like the these two know me uh because of that show i will do live shows yeah I loved it that much, and I, you know how I feel about that. Well, shit. and it was great at the comedy club. I think one thing that really helped is like mm. the setting is yes. to pay attention. It wasn't in a bar. Yes. There weren't random drunk people walking up and right. poking us and whatever else <laughs> they used to do. Those were rough. They were fun, but they yeah. were rough. There was well, there was a time from the art bar, some dude just came up and sat with us. <laughs> oh yeah and i didn't know what to do at the time i'd probably tell him i'd be like I, you know well that's how we first met remember my ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. literally commandeered your podcast i do and he made me think that he like had made had arranged that with you right and then i figured out that that was not the case that was not the case and i didn't i don't like your ex-boyfriend yeah i don't either but um yeah magicians but because of that i will i will now do live shows yeah uh, you know that's cool. and, and be happy about them and because of Sarah, because of you, Kelly Ann, and Sarah and Kelly, I will do them again because they they know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, no, they're and, amazing to work. And with. it fucking drives me nuts. That reason why I don't ever want to do them is because venues, venues, and you you know this, Craig, 
venues just want you there you're you're a, the the one on the left you're just there the, that one you're just there <laughs> to uh make them money yeah right and they don't give a fuck what you need really yeah. most places most yeah. places they don't really give a fuck what you need and they're always geared towards music and that's why it always makes me mad when a place like is like we're our music venue and they don't have a pa no you're not no you're not you know what i mean well i just stage i just want to say that um what chris is saying is exactly why i am so passionate about people Mm -hmm. supporting dry heat because Um, when I tell you that, they're, um, they're, first of all, they're fucking professionals. They're super professional. They're super easy yeah. to work with. And I, I'm not saying that just cause they're like some of my best friends, but also this venue changed comedy in yeah. a lot of ways. And the, the comedy club is really set up. You mean like the, the comedy scene in Albuquerque? Yeah. 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 Um, not, not comedy like worldwide. No, no. I mean, well, I mean, not it, yet. we've had comedians come and do comedy here at our club and they loved it a lot. But it's because it's set up for comedians to be comfortable to do what we do. Yep. Our green room is fucking amazing. The best green room in town. Um, and it, is, yeah. it really, it's so comfortable and yeah. super. The only thing is uh, I had to get on Kurt because he was talking to Royal too loud. And I was surprised it wasn't Royal that I had to get on because Royal is the loudest. Was this during our show or during the comedy? No, it was during the comedy because the wall there yeah. is a little thin. It's very close to the audience. So. Yeah. If you talk too much, people can hear it, and yeah. Kurt should have known better. I did um, that on a, I did that one time, so yeah, it's okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's I just please, please, please support Dry Heat Comedy. Absolutely, dude. I'm you know, they 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 changed my mind on doing <laughs> live shows. I mean, we got up on stage and it was like, yeah, I always have to talk Chris into him. I'm like, oh, we should do that show. We should go. Come on, <laughs> and we'll do I that. just fucking shake we- my head because I just know the amount of work it's going to take, yeah. um, to get it up there. And as a performer, like we're all performers here. Mm -hmm. Everyone in this room is a performer. Now, imagine being a performer, but before that, you have to sit, you have to like, imagine going to Launchpad. Mm -hmm. And before you go up on stage to play, you not only have to do the sound check, but you also have to go do the soundboard parts of the sound check. How painful would that be? Mm -hmm. And, and then, and then not only do you have to do that, but you have to fight against what, shittiness the venue has the lack of you know preparedness right or the one employee that they that they threw in that night that knows nothing about anything and lightings camera uh, internet fucking and it's just a uphill battle and then you have to get on stage and then you have to be funny and Mm -hmm. entertaining and it's like no and that and i don't want to do that none of that uh happens at dry heat nope nope um nope sarah really knows like if you if you ever need anything and the cool thing too is like we've had comedians come and they have like sound bites that yeah. they need to do and they're always like super concerned that it's like oh god this is gonna be stressful and you know nope sarah sarah's got it so dude they do fucking free headshots yeah for all the, oh, comedians. Shit, for the comedians once a year yeah and once people, or twice and, a year and people don't take advantage of that mm-hmm. Wow. Like, that's the most idiotic thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, no, they... That people don't take advantage they of. They literally do. have provided us... I mean, I could go on for days, but yeah, but yeah they make sure that um, every everything that we need to be successful is accessible for every comedian. Right. So nice. if you can't afford headshots, well... Like, I can't imagine anyone in the music scene, any venue that's doing shit like that. I yeah. don't know any venue 
anywhere. Like you imagine if a venue's like, like, hey, uh, can you guys come in and do a promotional shoot so that you can use that for whenever you go around and uh, <laughs> book gigs? You'd be like, yeah, what? <laughs> There's a photographer that does um, like he he shows up to shows mm -hmm. uh, proper camera, not like a. I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, uh, Onyx. Yeah. Oh no, it's something that's not that no. Alex. No, he's his his um. His Instagram's Onyx. Oh, okay. yeah, Onyx. I thought you were talking Onyx. about uh, Joseph Stringer or whatever. Yeah, I thought yeah. No, Joe Joe does as well. Actually, yeah, yeah Joe's Joe's awesome. Um, but yeah, there's 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 a couple of people who are like photographers that enjoy it's their craft, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they want to go to shows, and they're like, "I'll send you the I'll send you the pictures in a couple of days," and they're That's really cool. apologetic if they if they take a week, and it's like, dude, dude those are yeah. free, bro. Yeah. Thanks, yeah like if you if you look on like the gilead page there's some really good like black and whites um he did them like, oh wow yeah yeah interesting I, I think albuquerque in general yeah is very uh supportive of each other it, it, whether it's it music or yeah but yeah. uh like there's like photographers that'll because there are some photographers that'll come to comedy shows and mm. they do beautiful photos i never i hardly ever i feel really bad about this i hardly ever post the pictures and not because the photographer did a bad job but mm -hmm. when i do comedy i make the worst faces oh wow <laughs> and i always look horrible and it's not the photographer's fault it is my fault because i make horribly awkward faces okay and I just wanted to put that out in the ether that it, I really appreciate when, when well, you take photos and, of me. But ooh. okay, so now that we're in the second hour, no one's really listening to the show right now. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. So they came out. Did you see that uh, Thursday night? I couldn't go because it was uh, we were had our show Thursday night at the Guild. They did uh, um, how what was it called? There was a documentary they showed. Oh, the down oh. downfall of Southwestern civilization. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, and it's funny because like. I see this poster and I was like, down, like at the guild, there's a night downfall of the south. Is, is that what it was called? I think it's downfall or the. It's the one which lists like a shit yeah, ton yeah, of yeah. like bands. Uh, and... Let's see. I know where I can find it. I'll. Um, let's see here. I think I can find it right here, probably. Most likely. There it is. There it is. Decline oh, of Southwestern Civilization Part One, right? So I see this poster and I'm like, I'm like, okay, something cracks, sidewalk, Jerry's kids, cool. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And then I get right down to here, and I see my name right there. And I was, I was like, what the fuck? Why is my name on this poster? And then I see who made it, and I was like, oh, Chris Walsh. And then I go, and I flashback to this night at the lunch pad, and Chris Walsh is like, hey, I'm making a documentary about the music scene in Albuquerque, would you come out in the alley and, and let me film you and, and ask you some questions? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, that's cool. And, uh, and we did. And I couldn't tell you anything <laughs> we talked about whatsoever. What right? time of night was that? <laughs> uh, it was actually not too late. I, I can't even remember what show we were at. I think it was, I don't even know, but I have no idea what the questions were or anything. And so then I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in this documentary. I have no idea what I said. I don't. I have no idea. So if somebody saw it, can you please tell me if I, if I made awesome. a fool, fool out of myself? But anything, anyway. Yo, this is Chris Burnett's first film credit. I have no <laughs> idea what I said. I have no idea. And so then I'm seeing people 
share it. And there are like musicians who have been in Al- Albuquerque yeah. scene for like, did you see these? Mm-mm. Where they're sharing it and they're like, I was in 10 different bands in this city. I don't know why they didn't contact me. Oh, And there's like, oh, no. I see like three or four of these. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh shit, here it comes. Yeah. They're going to look at, they're going to see my fucking name in there. And they'll be like, why the fuck is he in that movie? Like he's not, he's yeah. not even in a band. And um, hey, the audience is important as well. Uh, yeah, and I even asked like that when they asked, when he when Chris asked Walsh asked me to like do an interview about it. I was like, "Well, oh, I'm not in a band." And he's like, he's like, and he said to me, he's like, "Well, you're 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 pretty important in the music scene, though." He's but like, you interview people. You interview yeah. people, yeah. yeah, exactly. And uh, and I want to say this though, and this is maybe me saying something fucked up, but like the a lot of the people that were kind of salty about it, like I don't. Other than you playing, I don't I don't see you at other people's shows. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't I don't mean to, I don't mean to say that, but like you you could have played in ten bands like you know a, a number of years ago, but do you go out and watch anybody play now? I mean, yeah. you know, because and and all I'm saying the reason why I'm saying that is because that's why I think Chris did most of that recording because I I saw Chris filming it like multiple times. I saw mm-hmm. him filming it probably about five different times, and it was always out at a show. Yeah. So if you weren't, he didn't like, I mean, he may have, I haven't watched this thing, so I don't know, but he may have called people up and went to their houses. I don't know. But when I saw him filming, he was at a show. Right. And and when he interviewed me, I was at a show. So if you don't go out and watch other people play, I mean. Mm-hmm. That, Isn't that networking though? Yep. I mean, I, since I had my son, I don't go to as many comedy yeah. shows or mm-hmm. music shows as I would like because we're poor and babysitters cost money. <laughs> but you, but yeah. you go out and watch other comics. You I don't do. just, you don't I just try. go out. You just don't go out and do your comedy. When you no. can, you do. When I yeah. can, I do. Yeah, and, and, I, and I and I get that people can't. But there's but don't a be lo- salty about. There's it. a lot of comedians that I know, also. So it's also in the comedy scene. Yeah. Not a lot. I um, how do I put this? There are certain comedians I know who are very vocal about their opinions of other people's material that I have never, ever, ever, ever seen at a show they were not booked on. Right. And um, that makes me more mad than any... I mean, you cannot like my material. That's fine. Comedy is, like, super subjective. But don't talk shit about other people, especially new people coming up. Right. I hate that. Yep. Because I think everybody deserves a chance mm-hmm. to do and also comedy is just, you know, you have good nights and you have bad nights and sometimes your bad nights are real fucking right. bad. And we've all had those bad nights. Yeah. I don't care who it is. Yeah. Um and you know, I hate it. I'm so passionate about baby comics and right. that we need to support them and we need to encourage them. And well, yeah, because you don't want them to go into the pitfalls you did just because no. just because you went through it. Yeah, and and I see a lot of that right now where there are certain people. It's not the whole scene. Our scene is super supportive. I have to give us that. But there are certain people who like to say, this is the worst comedian I've ever seen in my life. And I'm just like, they've been doing this for six months. Right. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. Because I, you've been doing this for as long as I have, and I haven't laughed once at you. So, right. yeah. you know, and I don't oh. talk shit about them publicly. I would never. I yeah. don't ever use names because I just think that's shitty because your comedy just might not be for me. Right. Stephanie Galloway says being part of a creative community should be supporting each other. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And, and with that, uh, we were going into, we were walking into Founders. 
Friday night. Mm. And I don't think, I know, if I saw the guy, I would know him. Yeah. I, I would know his, I, know, I don't know his name. Yeah. But there was a comedian that did the one-liner show, and he, he did pretty well. Yeah. And he was walking out, and I grabbed his arm, and I said, hey, good job the other night. I was there Sunday. You did really good. Yeah. And he was like, thanks. And I was like, yeah. I, I have to say about one-liner, because I don't think yeah. we have talked about it yet. Uh, oh, we haven't talked about your your loss. I, I lost horribly, which is fine. Holly's on the show still. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, were, we I, you know, we were kidding. But they talked the, me down from the ledge. <laughs> you know. No, here's the deal. I love one liner, and um, it's hard. It's it. You know what? Here's the deal. I'm not a one liner comic. Well, and it's and, one, and, and it, and it's okay. And it's anybody's game, which is what's so great about it, because the guy who won is newer. Yeah, and you explain the rules to someone who has no. Yes, I'll, I'll, oh, okay. okay. I'll explain it to you because I'm 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 where you yeah. sit. Yeah. I'm not a comedian, so it is a one and done tournament like the March Madness NCAA. Gotcha. Where like they sixty four comics are in it, and it's like a tournament bracket like mm -hmm. that where it's like thirty thirty two on this side, thirty two mm -hmm. on this side, and they get up there on stage and they go, okay, you go first, and that person does their one liner, and the crowd you know, laughs or right. whatever. Then the other person does this. And then they go, okay, did you like theirs or did you like theirs? And whoever gets a louder cheer wins and goes to the next round. Gotcha. Yeah. So here's the other part of that. And it is that quick. It's so quick. Is Here, it timed or? No. No, okay. but it's 64 comedians in, and the whole thing lasts like yeah. 90 minutes maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's fast. a true one-liner is a setup and a punchline. Right. And that's yeah. it. Well, and, and so... Here's I, I've seen it twice. I've never done it, but here's here's my synopsis of why mm. nobody should be upset about what no. happened to anything. First of all, there's there's a couple of different strategies, and and some of it has nothing to do with strategy. Some of it is you get put against somebody. You can get put against somebody who's mm. weak, right. and immediately go to the next round yeah. just because just because your joke was not as dumb as theirs. And there was a couple of people in the first round that just, just threw it. Yeah. Like just like the pimp, Someone the had pimp to dude, what I don't even know. He's like, I'm just a pimp. He didn't even yeah. tell a joke, but like you didn't get, first of all, you didn't get that. You no. got, you kind of got, no TJ. So you, you got a, you got a guy that was good. So it's, it's luck of the draw on that. There's was, no strategy. It was that. so funny because TJ, who I went up against, he's from Santa Fe mm -hmm. and I, I fucking love TJ, but yeah. uh, he came up to me and he goes, oh, shit, you're wearing fishnets. Yeah. My first joke is going to be about fishnets, uh, and I, I don't think I should do it. And I said, well, if if you think it's a strong joke, like, just yeah, fucking do it, do it dude. Um, I'm not going to get upset. No. And um, I knew that it was going to be a little challenging because yeah. tj he's he's pretty he's pretty good but he also does quicker jokes than i do right so i was like ah oh, fuck here so, we go so some of it's luck of the draw some of it but here's the deal i and i'm just gonna say this and i'm not gonna say names but there was a very seasoned comedian mm -hmm. that got knocked out oh i know who you're talking about and they were so mean to the person the person that knocked them out said to them Oh, you know, good job or whatever, and they lost their fucking mind. Oh, then I may not know. Who and this they is. were like, "Do I know this person?" Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you later. All right. But okay. they were literally like, "I've been in this for fifteen years, oh. and like, I'm not worried about it. No skin off my back." And then went to the bar, 
and was talking so much about like, oh, this isn't that big of a deal, but like, there's a lot of comedians I don't even fucking know, and there's a lot of people not doing one-liners, but it's not about that. It's not about that. And yeah. I was just like, dude, just have fun. Yeah. Drink Why'd your you beer, shut up. up. Right. Well, you know, well, 15 the, years in this business, you should be able to handle this. Right. The, and there's the other strategy is this too. Like, you have to like have a just boatload of jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'd say at least 15, probably. I say minimum 19 jokes. Okay, there you go. So now you have to have those jokes and you have to kind of gauge and you, and you have to do that on the fly. Like which ones are strong and which ones are weak. And and, and depending on the audience, that could change. Yeah. And it, you have to plan to like make it far. Yeah. And some of the people gassed out. Bonnie yeah. gassed out. Like, uh, I think she did great though. Mm-hmm. Like. No, she'd gotten final uh, four. The she final did fantastic. Four, the final four was. She had the best joke of the night, in my opinion. But, oh yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But uh, I just think I don't know. It was. It, I think the best part about it is you don't know who's gonna win. So Craig right. Fletcher got out in the first round last year, and he is literally the king of one-liner jokes. Yeah, it's anybody's game, and I I don't know it. Yeah. For me, it's the one night a year comedians yeah. get our flowers because we sold out the launch. Pad. We did, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that never happens for us. People are like, "There's comedy in Albuquerque." Right. Well, I get and, that all the time. And you know, you have to like have these jokes. And the strategy too is is sometimes that you might want to like move, you know, change which joke you're going to do yeah. with who you're going to go against. So I mean, there's it's pretty interesting. So it becomes kind of like this whole like interesting competition. Whereas mm-hmm. you know, com- comedians probably normally aren't used to that. It was kind of interesting. And then like the audience too, because yeah. the audience was wanting some Dude, really dark. I, I will stuff. say yeah. this. I will say I this. I should have gone dark. I had a dark joke, and I was like, "Damn yeah. it!" And I knew it because the yeah. crowd was cheering for the dark. There's jokes. a couple of comedians that I lost a little respect for. Oh no! That were in the crowd. Oh yeah. yeah, they they there was and one of them's been on the show, and I was not happy about it. And I, I maybe maybe I don't maybe I don't know everything, but they made some they were yelling comments and stuff, and I'm like yeah 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 come on. I I mean and then some of <laughs> yeah I'm sorry Craig I know you're our guest but yeah some <laughs> some good. of them I was laughing because like Craig is with us yeah I uh I don't know I I think. In a lot of ways, comedians are more sensitive yeah. than other um, people. Yeah. Okay. No, what I you mean by that? No, um, yeah. What, the fuck? what are you talking about? Um, and it's, I was laughing so hard mm. at some of the seasoned comedians because they just, this is only our second year. Yeah. And they were just so upset. Like, they were like, I don't like all these fake ass people telling me I did a good job because. I like that's fake. I I oh, didn't yeah, win, yeah. Yeah. and I was just like, dude, chill the fuck out. Yeah, only one person wins, man. It's fun. There's sixty four the of us. You 60, know, and, and the other strategy, sixty three people lose. It's fine. Yeah, the other strategy too is is you just get hot at the right time. Yeah, I don't. That dude that won was just hot all the way through. Yeah, well, and you know what? I have to say, I <laughs> all the people. I think almost everybody in the final four. I can't remember all. I I remember three of them. I don't remember yeah. the fourth one, but they are all newer comics. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, and they all like 
I was super stoked. I was like, all these baby comics are fucking killing Not it. Not everyone in the crowd was. Oh, oh God. There was people talking shit. And I That's was like, so stupid. And I'm like, calm the fuck down. Man. You're going to have to tell me who. But that second place so girl stupid. was yeah. so good. Oh, Serena. I've never seen her before. Yeah. Serena she was good. She's and good. I was like, yeah. wow. I think everybody should give her her flowers now. And yeah. if you see her on a show, you should go. Because right. she blew me away. Yeah, that was crazy. I don't know how long she's been doing it. But mm-hmm. it, she is, oh, my God. She was making me laugh. Really. Yeah, I think absolutely. She had one of the best jokes of the whole night. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's anyway. a couple of them, yeah. And, and, like, here's my thing. There's people I don't like. You know what I do? I just keep my mouth shut, and I don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if, if they said something funny, I would I'd laugh, and I would cheer for them. But I don't say, I don't yell out some shit. And uh, some people were, and I thought that was annoying. fucked. I thought it was fucked up, but, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Whatever's. It was Whatever's. fun, but we sold we sold out the fucking launch pad. Absolutely, that's the win. That's the, the cheer big win. for me was so. Here's the deal: I always wanted to be a musician. I actually do sing, but yeah. I can't do it. It scares the living shit. Oh really? Out of me. I sang George Strait at karaoke. Last oh, night. did yeah, you? you did. Even karaoke makes me nervous. And so, my dream as a kid was to play at the launch pad. And then I was like, well, that's not gonna work out because I'm too I too scared. And I started doing comedy, and I was like, this is cool. And then. I got to perform to a sold-out launch pad, so I feel like I won. Yeah? Because that was... I, holy shit, the I know, launch I, pad is cool. I'm the same with you. It is. Now, here's my thing. <laughs> here's my thing. I'm the same as you. I'd love to be, like, you know, up on stage. Da-da. But then I have. Like, this... Like, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, you know, what's your success as, like, a... Well, I've got to be on the launch pad stage, yeah. like, fucking <laughs> 10 times. Yeah. yeah. Talking on the microphone or doing something or entertaining people. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no reason I should ever be up there whatsoever, you know. <laughs> and then I almost, I almost sang a, I almost sang a song at Night Living Cover Bands, and I, I just couldn't, it, it, I didn't have enough time to get it together. They gave me a, a day, oh, wow. oh no, and I, to learn the song and and and, like, and, nah. and do no rehearsal, yeah, with the band. And I was oh, like, man. ah, this is gonna be not good. Cara Johnson from All Thick. Uh-huh. Um, so we went to high school together. And she's probably one of the do only. I, do I know her? No, I don't. I don't know that you do. Um, there, she's like in a, a little band. Um, oh, but are, are they thick? <laughs> they're real thick. Oh. They're, they're all, all thick. thick. Oh. Um, in but, fact, it's <laughs> oh, a no, real. It's there's a connection to the show next week um, yeah. because the singer of Twelve Steps married to the singer from All. Yes. Thick. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah, I forgot Siobhan. about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so. Uh, we went to high school together and she's probably one of the only people in town that I still talk to that has seen me sing and I made my friend's grandma cry because I was such a beautiful singer and she oh, likes well, to talk about it. Oh, now you're going to sing at every Tendrick Minimum no. live event. No, absolutely fucking not. Um, this is, uh, and Holly Ann is now going to do the Adele song. Uh, no. <laughs> could have done no. the National Anthem last night, right? No, absolutely could not. Um, but uh, she has been trying to talk me into doing like a little band for Night of Living cover bands for oh, yeah. years now, and I'm like, no, I can't do also, it. Also, I think that's why I got booed, too, because they, they messed up the national anthem. <laughs> Who messed up the national anthem? I'm not going to say. Oh, it w- like they really did? The key did? didn't work. Yeah. That was the thing. Oh, they really did. Oh, I yeah. thought you were kidding. Okay. No. Well, it's now funny you a... said that you wanted to be in a band when you were a kid. Yeah. Because yeah. when I was a kid, I wanted to be a comedian. Oh, yeah, I bet you could do I'm it. Gonna, uh, I'm going to, every time you guys play, I'm going to be all, tell a joke. Tell a joke, Craig. <laughs> 
be funny be funny it'll be like me at a dinner party that's the weird thing like do you find as a comedian people want to ask you to tell a joke when they, yes. you know i mean if someone knows i'm a guitarist they don't just whip out a guitar or say hum a song they, no. you know, stay right ahead i think comedians get it worse in that respect because it's like <laughs> be funny and you're like yeah. do it now i can't be funny right uh, now you know i well you probably could but you know uh, i no i can't i mean i can some people can some people can yeah. but uh and i've i kind of have my jokes that i'll throw out there right. but uh i have gotten really good at just being like so what do you do for a living and then they think i'm starting a joke like a bit mm-hmm. and then they'll say it and i'm like do i come to your workplace and yeah yeah or my favorite is when they say they're a phlebotomist or a doctor or a nurse i'm like oh i can't afford medical uh oh yeah insurance could you like draw some blood right now and they're like oh you're serious. oh no no see comedian you're right i have one of those jobs where i have the same issue people go what do you do really i'm an it guy oh can you fix my computer? So I have a question for you. Yeah. I'm like I'm like it's like it's like it's like comedian for joke, IT person fix our computer, mechanic my car's having this problem, <laughs> doctor can you look at this on my arm real quick yeah. you know and it's like oh my my elbow's a little ash I need to do some you lotion. need some lotion I but guess. um but like yeah there's dry out there today. there's those certain jobs like where people do that yeah. and you're like <sighs> but the best thing on the planet for me though is the people I know they're all you're an IT guy yeah. My Mac, and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't do Macs. So. I don't know. You'll look at my computer sometimes. <laughs> I will. But if but... I say Windows, you're just like, I just work in Mac. <laughs> I, I, I flip flop it. <laughs> nice. I only use Unix. I did show up to a dinner party one time. This is the worst thing that has ever happened to me in that respect. I did show up to a dinner party one time, and they set up a PA and a microphone. Oh no! For me to tell jokes <gasps> without you knowing. Without prior knowledge i would i would be like i don't know what you think i don't here. mind if somebody is like um there are some people who get a pass and i'm like oh yeah sure like my grandparents right. or like if i've known you forever and they're like we told them you're a comedian and if you're okay with it could you share yeah. a couple jokes and that's fine but to set up a whole pa system with a microphone what the fuck first of all where'd you get the pa yeah i'm like what the heck did you guys rent that like, i know what yeah and then and then you just feel put on the spot you know to entertain and then i'm like are you paying for this right yeah yeah because i'll do it for money but i just you have to tell me ahead of you can't just yeah i mean i could do it i just don't want i'm here to enjoy it's a headspace that's yeah. the thing it's a headspace you can't like you can't just jump yeah you know? no. it's like it's like acting i mean i'm not an actor <laughs> but it's like acting you you don't go up to actors and say will you do that line you know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will, you, will you do that part you know yeah can you do a whole episode of the show you worked on right well i fanboyed with lou diamond phillips when i met him um, oh wow because uh i just go up to him and i'm talking to him about uh how young guns I, i'm a cowboy not dallas fuck them yeah um but i i like, like cowboy and western movie oh. um and so i go see uh i i i, I I go to a after show party that he's at for uh, the rap of um, I forgot what it was called now. It was don't matter. I'll figure it out. But he's there, and uh, I go up to him and I'm like, I just I have to tell you. When I was a kid, I geeked out about like you and Young Guns, and there was there was a couple of parts that my friends and I would quote to each other. And he just looked me dead in the eyes, and he went, "You want your knife back?" <laughs> and I was like, "Nice." He knew. Yes. So so okay. First first uh, Comic Con that I hosted panels right. So um, Kiva, have you ever been out on that on that stage at the Kiva? 
No. Okay, so the green room is is like when you're when you walk into the kiva, there's the stage to the left. There's a door. Yeah. That's the actual green room, and you're in there, oh. and then you walk down some stairs, and then you're out on the stage. So I do the panel for um, Kane and Lita and and uh, Dustin Rhodes, and uh, Lita was notoriously like awful, and Kane was notoriously like amazingly nice and Dustin Rhodes is amazingly nice so I'm I just finished this panel where I'm like I've met like three legends of like you know mm -hmm. we walk back in the green room and immediately this is what I see Chekhov from Star Trek talking to Beverly Crusher from Next Generation Star Trek they're like having a conversation to my left to my right um god what is her name uh, from the office is getting a massage. Um, the lady who would always like flash everybody. Um, oh, uh, red, red hair. Uh, yeah. Dang it. What is her name? You're, you're going to hate this, but I, I, I haven't really watched that show. Oh, if it was the fine. English one, I'd be all over. No, no, I know, no, I know. But like, she's like, she is anybody who's an office fan. They'll immediately be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause she would, you know, she was the alcoholic, you know? Yeah. She's like getting a massage <laughs> on the thing. Right. Then, uh, in front of me on a hover around scooter, is Peter Mayhew, who was Chewbacca. Mm -hmm. Nice. Right? And, you know, the wrestlers are over here. And uh, they're, like, all to the left. And and then and then uh, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is like, does anybody know what soup this is? <laughs> like, I'll never forget that. And he's, like, pointing at it. And someone's like, I don't know. I think it has rice in it. <laughs> and, like, I'm just like... And in my mind, I'm like, this is like the fucking weirdest mishmash of my childhood of, of ever right. like insanity. Well, are you, are you sure it wasn't? Sorry, are you are you sure it wasn't like that kid that was walking around all? Oh yeah, it's insane. Am right. I insane? Right, it's insane. Am I insane? Right, no. <laughs> but Lou Lou Diamond Phillips is also a big gambler. Stupid. Yeah, and I've so heard that. he talks to me because of the accent. You know, where are you from? And I my England because that's normally my answer because most people. And he's like, where? Yeah, and I said, and so I said, I'm from Birmingham, and he's like, oh, Birmingham, they have that one casino oh, right wow. off of blah 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 <laughs> Street, and I was like, yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's 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 a he likes to gamble. That's apparently. where Ozzy's from, right? Yeah, Ozzy's from Birmingham. So you guys know each other? I mean, small town. Right? You guys are best friends. Oh, well, when when right? they played um, when they played their final tour, you know, they, yeah. he asked if I no no I have no fucking clue. He's like, Greg, come play. <laughs> but I used to sound like him. I because yeah. the the Birmingham accent uh -huh. is a mumble. Yeah, yeah. So it's a monotonous mumble as well. Yeah, but the Birmingham accent's more like this. So you're just talking like this, and it's just one long note. There's oh, wow. no enunciation to it. And so when I came to America, I had to change that. But what, yeah, which which accent is it? Like where they're like be decent, and they're like like they they do like the long words because like some English people will do like like really like they'll they'll extend a word. Well, so Birmingham's known as the stupid accent where I'm oh, from. Oh, not the Cockney? No, that's the annoying one to anyone who's not a lot yeah. from London. But right. um, the uh, the stereotypical accent, the Birmingham accent, you sound like this when you're from Birmingham and you talk like this. Okay. And so people think you sound stupid. Right. Because you sound like this. Is it like the Southern accent? It is. Of Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because um, that's the stupid accent here. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, my, I mean really. my dad literally watched news broadcasts when he was a child to not have a southern accent anymore because he was like people think i'm stupid and now our alabama family calls him 
uppity. Yes, they will, they'll do that. They'll send you to etiquette school to get rid of your accent. At the same time, it'll be all, well, fuck this guy. Well, got rid of his accent. I got, yeah, so I, I killed off my West Texas accent because I grew up near West Texas. And uh, people will tell me, they're like, what is your accent? And I'll be like, what do you think it is? And they're like, you sound like you're from back east. And I'm like, I am yeah. not. I am <laughs> not. And I cannot, like, I can replicate accents from all over the country. Yeah. I couldn't replicate the West Texas accent until you've been around it. No, well, it, when I'm around it, I pick it back up and then I don't know. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. But like until Billy and I went up to Colorado and there was a place called Hooper. Oh, and I can immediately, <laughs> that's like, it's like my trigger word. So we was going over to Hooper this last weekend uh -huh. and we was hanging out, you know, and I can do it. Then I can do it. It's really weird. Like how I can't, like yeah. I couldn't do it until that I got that word. And I was like, what are you guys doing? Say, well, we're gonna do, we're gonna go down to Hooper and we're gonna hang out for a little while. You know, <laughs> probably hang out. You know, watch Cowboys on TV. You know how it is. You know, yeah. and then I can do it. But like, if I go home for like a week or go back to Clovis for a week, then I come back and everybody's like, "Why are you talking? Why are like you that? talking yeah. like that?" Yeah. And I'm like, "I don't. I have no idea what I'm talking." They're like, you sound sound like you're from Texas. And I'm like, I don't mm -hmm. think I am. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I went back to Arkansas, I come back and everyone's like what is wrong with your voice? And I'm like, oh, it came back, didn't it? Uh, oh, wow. Arella says you have the Peaky Blinders accent. Yeah, well, Peaky Blinders is set in Birmingham. Ah. So, you know, Tommy, Tommy Shelby. That's yeah. my favorite show. Uh, Tommy. I love Peaky Blinders. What's, um, what is Statham's accent? He's a Londoner. He's, okay. He's a Cockney. Interesting. But you see, you said it, my accent, um, I was actually born in the in the suburbs so i was born in a middle class oh, place okay um but i moved to the city mm. and so i was too posh for the city oh. and i'm saying city i normally say city but i'm i was too <laughs> posh for the city and i was um too common oh. for, and so i went to school yeah in the middle class middle upper class and i lived in in the city i have a couple oh. of questions for you that are about england so when you Girl. were growing up what kind of cars did, cars did your family have uh you're asking someone who doesn't know cars that well but okay my dad had a mini once and my dad's yeah. six four the austin mini uh yeah like an uh, eight an 80s mini yeah um, <laughs> which they're how like how he how tall is he six four your dad's six four and he said in austin like mini cooper in america yeah. Is no, not they're like, like tiny. Yeah, no, a mini lives up to its name in yeah, England. <laughs> yeah, it is not a joke. But yeah. I think yeah, I think he had a Vauxhall Cavalier. Um, I he was a Vauxhall. I mean, my dad's still around. I don't know what he yeah. drives now, but I think he had a Vauxhall Cavalier. But I'm I'm not a car. Oh guy shit! Oh shit! What? Josue? Josue has arrived. <laughs> oh, okay. So Does the haters have arrived. Let me get bitches. my guitar and I'll play Wonderwall. Oh. <laughs> is Josue your Wonderwall? Josue uh, is something. So wow. Uh, the other question I have: Have you seen Have you seen Saltburn? No, I haven't uh, watched it yet either. What's that? It's a show that's on. It's a movie that's on Amazon Prime, and everybody's like, it's it's the movie where everybody's like, man, you haven't seen it? It's fucking crazy. And yeah. then you go watch it, and you realize that movies are really toned down nowadays because it's not fucking crazy. It's kind of whatever. Hmm. But it takes place in 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 uh it it's it's all about i know this is a story that's never been told it's all about a middle class 
young lad that gets mixed up with the posh upper class. Net stories have been told. I know. I know. <laughs> huh? It's fucking dumb. I don't know. I we watched it and everybody because everybody's like, "Have you not seen? It? Have you not seen?" It? It's one of those like movies. Yeah. You know? And so we watch it, and I was like, and I and I didn't realize like, and then you go back, it, people bring it up like when you got have you you know you apparently you've heard of it. I've heard, heard of it, but no I never watch the things that people yeah. say I should until right. way later because yeah. otherwise it ruins it for me. Well, and then everybody's like, that bathtub scene. And I'm like, so? And like, it was gross. And I'm like, and I literally looked at someone and I go, we have the internet. People are <laughs> fucking gross. Uh-huh. They are gross. Yeah. Have you ever seen happiness? It'll be worse than that. Thank you. Happy. There you go. There you go, Smiley. Perfect, perfect fucking example of a movie that is way worse than that one. You ever seen Scum? Probably, you know, or like Gummo. Oh, Gummo. It's an English one. You watch those kinds of movies? I will look for it. You watch those movies and you watch Saltburn and you'll be like, okay. Ray Winston. Big deal. Big deal. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I have have another another accent question. Go for it. (laughs) Um, Where is, okay, have have you seen Shameless? Yeah. Where's, where are Manchester. Is that Manchester? Okay. Uh, okay. I was trying to figure out that. The English the, Shameless is. Oh, the yes, English one. Yeah. There's an Manchester. A, wait, there's yeah. there's another one? They made an American They made an American one on Showtime. Oh, which is, oh, yeah. What's that. his name? Uh, oh, gosh. His name, He's but... actually amazing in it. Yeah. Um, William H. Macy. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, and he plays the dad, him. and he's yeah. just a fucking train wreck. The, the whole family's a, a train yeah. wreck of well, no, people. I, I saw the entire <laughs> yeah. uh, um, well, British series. America did, like, I think, 12. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Really they like do, it's like what they did in the office. You know, they just... Well, cause yeah, because yeah, in, in England, they, they'll do, like, five five seasons, That's and it. it'll be the most popular show on TV, and they won't go... Except mm-hmm. for except for Great British Baking Show. I think there were seven seasons of... Uh, or seven series of... Uh, yeah. Because IT Crowd is like one of my favorite shows. I yeah. love that and, show. And they, they just, yeah. And it's so amazing. And then they just stop. Well, that's like Manchester's for, Yeah, Is that what that is? Okay, I was trying to figure out. All right. Oh, speaking of gross stuff, I need to bring this up. This is for, this is for you. Oh, nice. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Here we go. Chris, uh, Chris is well, not. Well, that was a show today, guy. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> and then he mutes me. Um, okay, so. Um, um, <clears throat> Progressive initiative has been taken in New Mexico. Okay. And New Mexico is seeking to outlaw necrophilia. Okay. Apparently, it As is we not should. specifically illegal. All right. I mean, um, I mean, you know, apparently it's a problem here. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, to be fair. What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Why were you looking at me? Hold on. <laughs> well, because we talk about cannibalism. Uh, oh, well, that's different. It's cannibalistic adjacent okay just hold okay. on all let right, me right. get to like the end of it and then you'll see why okay well i want to say if they're trying to outlaw necrophilia i was about to downplay that that doesn't seem like a problem that we really need to work on but i've never been in a morgue who knows hold on hold on i live next door to a funeral home that is being remodeled to be reopened so maybe this is a good idea yeah see? after all yeah Okay, are you ready? Yeah. So I'm going to read highlights of this article because, like, mind blown. I was like, is this not illegal already? That just seems like we're in 2024 now. And this is just apparently it's progressive because it's not specifically illegal in a lot of places in America, which is to have sex with a uh, a just frowned upon. Just kind of front upon. Anyway, you know, um, it's not discussed in open places. <laughs> well, I mean, what's what's the major thing in porn? The, hey, Smiley, the, the I met a great woman the, the other night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like 
uh, have to keep her in my freezer. Uh, um, so as somebody who has worked in a funeral home, like blit, um, and a surprisingly progressive move, New Mexico's legislature legislative landscape is about to introduce a radical change to every New Mexico person's daily schedule with the introduction of a bill aimed at outlawing necrophilia. So how that's that, how it started. How, how would that interrupt our schedule? I don't know, but apparently, well, hold I mean, on, Chris. This is hold on, Chris. writing by this journalist. Right. Hold on. The exact prevalence of necrophilia in New Mexico is currently unknown, except for those fuckers in, this is said in here, those fuckers in Alamogordo, as it's not tracked separately as a crime. However, there have been several confirmed cases in recent years, as reported by the police, in Alamogordo. Oh, my God. Um, my, my father passed away recently in Alamogordo. Yes. Uh, Representative wow. Lord. So the person, so I thought they were talking about like the Lord, uh -huh. but actually it's some politician named Lord, uh, uh -huh. who is emphasizing that the rarity of such crimes does not diminish their gravity. Advocating for the necess necessity of this legislation. So uh, Alamogordo is why we are uh, and we are outlawing necrophilia. Apparently, not not because it should have outlawed. No, no, no. Like, like there should literally be laws that pop up and everybody goes. Sure. They, like they bring it in and they're like, oh, you know what? We don't have illegal here. Like this should be like the conversation that they have at the roundhouse. Uh, if you can have sex with a corpse, everybody be like, what? Well, All right, everybody, 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 no more, right? Okay. The reason it wasn't specifically like laid out, I get, I did research, uh -huh. uh, is because apparently, like desecrating a corpse until somebody in Alamogordo did a thing, and no, um, I did it nice. I did it nice. I was very nice to the corpse. <laughs> and uh, they argued that necrophilia. Their defense attorney argued that necrophilia is not illegal. Wow. Specifically, huh? So here we I are. I mean, I mean, it's a technical defense. I, I guess. mean, to know. be to be they were just fair, doing their job. To be fair, if I accidentally had sex with a corpse, didn't know it, I would want my lawyer to be like, "We're going to take the defense." Okay, it's but not Christopher, how would you? I just, just, I don't just know. out of curiosity, how would you accidentally have sex with a dead person? I was running naked. I could think <laughs> of a couple of ideas. <laughs> right. I mean, maybe if they like died during they pass, the act. They pass away in the middle of it, and there you're, you into, go. And, and, you're and into a silent kink. Maybe, yeah. maybe, well, no, no, yeah, maybe they didn't. They didn't make a lot of noise in the first place. Yeah, I mean, and they sure. died. Um, I did see a comment that was like, "My ex-wife was like a dead fish when I had sex with wow. them." So anyway, um, I, you know, there are certain people I'm not naming names that may or may not like to be choked, and maybe one right, time right, right. their husband might have you know made them pass out and it freaked them out a little bit okay. so i guess that's a scenario where yeah, yeah you know you could accident but i mean i don't know i feel like i feel huh. like that's a really weird law to have coming out in 2024 it's a really where, weird law to not have already been there. yeah exactly especially when we have all these other fucking laws that are like old school like you can't wear shiny black shoes because then you're looking up someone's dress like weird there you know. was one in another state about um making lynching illegal and it was not passed what look it up yeah i mean i wish that i happened could say last it, year but yeah. i wish i could say i was surprised yeah, right, but yeah you know. and yet cannibalism is illegal <laughs> who are you hurting there well i mean i think we're on to something there could be consensual cannibalism where it's like True. you could take a chunk out of my arm 
and eat it. There's a whole there's a whole episode of uh, IT Crowd about cannibalism. There is. There's mm-hmm. also a whole episode of Ten Drink Minimum somewhere about cannibalism that I Chris del- really deleted enjoys. it. Deleted it. You <laughs> bastard. I'm not. I I I don't understand the can. These people want. Do you want to eat somebody? I didn't say I wanted well, to eat somebody, but I'm saying if I'm yes, curious. Yes, yes, you do. If I'm curious, he does. He I for sure does. Be fine with that. I think if if people are curious and look like humans can give consent, whereas other creatures can't. So huh. I will send you a lot of articles. This is very pro- say, dominant in hominid cultures throughout the millennia. It's true. Hmm. If you, you eat each other, that's how you get mad cow's disease, the human version, right? Yeah, yeah no one said you mad eat the brain disease. Mad cranks disease. <laughs> anyway. So, you know, I did that for you, Chris. I know how much you love hearing about death. And Oh, I don't care about that. No. Oh, it's just no, the cannibalism. Ming and I made... Me, okay. It's just the cannibalism. I want to go back to the, I go back to the salt burn thing. I think, like... like you in your 40s? Yeah, I'm 43. Okay. Are you, you're not. No, you are. Yeah. Um, we're, we're talking about, like, something, and someone's like, well, that's disgusting. And I'm like, this is the... And I'm like, you, you know... You want me to watch Saltburn and be like freaked out about it? I fucking watched Faces of Death when I was a oh, kid. I watched Faces of Death. I watched Faces of Death. You know what that is? It was these videos that you could buy. They would never, they Blockbuster wouldn't have had them or like Hollywood. It was like the local mom and pop place you'd go and you'd rent it. You go home and it was just like people getting killed. It was a snuff film. Snuff film. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like it was like a dude who parachuted out of a plane and the parachute wrapped around him and he fucking hit the ground. Or like these people are like feeding a bear. And yeah. they run out of food, and the bear just fucking attacks My friend's them. And now we just brother. got YouTube. Yeah, right. Well, right. well, then, but then, like Ming and I are talking about that, and he's like, "Right," and I was like, "And then we had like Rotten.com. Oh yeah. Then we had like you know, and, like you know, you someone got their head blown off with a shotgun, and I'm like, "So you want me to watch Saltburn and be like, oh my god, oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Somebody lost their minds. Uh, because I told them that I let my two-year-old watch Jurassic Park, like the original one. Yeah. And they were like, that's too violent. Oh, my God. And I was like, really? read the book? (laughs) Crazy. I'm like, first of all, he (laughs) enjoys dinosaurs. Second of all, like, I want him to not... I am trying to have my little best friend that'll watch horror movies with me someday yeah. and how is how oh is so that you're my mom because that's what my mom yeah. did my mom turned like, out fine my mom's like we're gonna watch friday i'm like i'm like five <laughs> and she's like when there's boobs cover your eyes yeah. okay oh, but, well, like, but like but like but like someone get their head chopped off with a machete totally fine my that's whole the weird thing, thing with american oh. culture yeah isn't it weird i don't know my like, whole thing is like i let my kids kind of decide if something is too much for them so like our oldest can't even handle um guardians of the galaxy because there's one scene in the very beginning where um mom and a daughter might die and then and we try to explain like no it'll be okay because like superheroes and she can't so i'm not gonna like force her to watch something but my son happens to enjoy when the t-rex eats the guy in the porta potty well and it's not all that graphic i don't think so well okay i was frightened of gremlins too okay as a child i had a very low threshold i was like no the ears freak me out well okay (laughs) so here's here's the thing like as an adult i've gone back and i've watched some of the movies that like i was allowed to watch as a kid secret in him 
fucking terrifying. It's a the owls. Jesus Christ! Like I was like, how did my parents let me watch this movie? Like that? Like really? What's what? the one? I just with the rabbits. Experiment. Oh, uh, Watership Down. Watch Watership that one. Down. Terrifying. Why did my parents let me watch this? <laughs> Not only let me watch it, like here, go watch this. Like we rented this for you. Um, Last Unicorn terrifying but you know what in other cultures i think you could uh, attest to this they they don't have this kind of bullshit mm. with their kids they let their kids like drink wine with them and, oh yeah you drinking you know, the drinking in the rest of the world is well and, in europe like, is way different the, yeah. the censoring isn't as you know uh, well, sex, sexuality is normalized and yeah. violence is more um stigmatized yeah, yeah. so yeah. it was weird when i came to america and they did like a news show and it was like you know this person was shot and killed and you see that like them covered and on on the street in the news and you're like that's a dead body right yeah why would you show that they don't show that in england yeah no, no. it's just like here's what happens well and i think that's where we but then on page three of the newspaper pair yeah. of boobs yeah yep yep yeah yep. i don't know i don't think they do that anymore well and like i was in germany for like a month and like you go to the pool yeah and like not only, there may be topless women there but like if, even if not like someone dives in the water in their suit like well, they'll come out of the water and you can see everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, my, crazy, yeah. my whole thing is the breastfeeding thing here in America. Oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I went, my parents lived in Germany for six years and um, they had a neighbor that they were really good friends with and she was breastfeeding and just everywhere would whip it out. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I'm sorry, I know you're American. And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> it's just, you're just feeding your kid. No, that, but, that, yeah. that is literally how the rest of the world looks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, well, this is kind of our bad for colonizing it with Puritans. This is, this is literally like well, uh, nature. And the thing <laughs> is like, if, if, and it's happened a lot, like with friends who are moms, you know, the moment you, start doing that i i do this yeah or i do this yeah you know like, why why sexualize something yeah. that that's nature, most yeah. people have had well, in their life and yeah. i'm gonna tell you if you've never had a newborn baby when they need to eat they need yep. to fucking eat yep. and like you can either just deal with me i'd rather that happen than the baby screaming exactly sorry well yeah. and like just don't be weird about it yeah then know? i have to do this i gotta go <sighs> I mean, you have to. Yeah. Because I'm trying to eat my meal. <laughs> oh, man. At uh, Comic-Con, I was really proud of my kid. He's two and a half. He made it for three and a half hours at Comic-Con. Wow. He did great. That's crazy. And yeah, no, he was great. Because that is that is like a visual explosion. He had yeah. auditory visual. He had like, a lot of fun. He saw a lot of things. And the Jurassic Park truck saved us a couple of times because he really enjoyed that. But y'all here, go look at the gra Jurassic Park truck. <laughs> like drive it. I don't care. Yeah. Um, no, uh, lay on the grill. It's fine. But he was dressed as Buzz Lightyear, and he did finally lose it. I had to text Ming, and I was like, "I'm sorry." Like he 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 lost it, and uh, there were some people, and it's so embarrassing when your kid loses it in public because you, you can't control it. No. And I'm not a mean parent, so I'm not going to be like, your feelings don't matter. Just shut the fuck up. Well, at least you don't just ignore it and act like you don't. It's no. not happening. And so we were trying to get back to Ming's booth because the stroller was there and we needed to leave. And this person, I thought they were judging him so hard and they were just like, oh man, Buzz, you're so upset. Where's Woody? And I, and. I was like, oh, man, why do you got to do that? But then he stopped and he was like, Buzz sad. 
and then just wow. started crying it. But they weren't judging yeah. him. They were just like, oh, yeah, man, yeah. I'm trying to help. Yeah. But there were so many people who were looking at me like I had just beaten my child. And really what it was is I could not go up the stairs one more time. Right. And <laughs> I thank God there's escalators in that fucking building because, yeah. Oh, I, did you see that they turned off the water fountains? No, I did not. But I'm not shocked at that. They had no water because they want you to buy fucking water bottles yep, and they're expensive fuckers yeah. oh wow oh no well, like, no no that was my fucking complaint the whole goddamn check weekend. your backpack i walked so, in with all kinds of stuff yeah well yeah because well, I, no, anywhere hold on hold on stop pump the brakes on your awesomeness whoa, 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 man what? what i walked you in and that's why you didn't fucking get checked because you i yeah. didn't see anyone else get checked uh -uh, yes they, they did checking well they had a whole they had a whole bag check area yeah, I saw so many people yeah. that snuck alcohol in. When I, oh, sure. While I was waiting for you to come bring me my pass, yeah. mm -hmm. it was about like 20 minutes I was up there. People walked in with backpacks, getting new Cause stuff. You, cause you also, didn't. But you also didn't have a fucking, like, I bought a ticket pass. You had the vendor pass like I had. Oh. That, they don't care what the vendors bring in. Well, see, I didn't know that. But like, yeah, yeah. they, yeah, we got so to walk they're... around. We got to cut, you know, but like my complaint was, so I'm on, I'm on drugs that make me not crave food and yeah. and and there is no like the the drug doesn't go only food the drug goes you don't crave mm. so it's so it's curing people of like smoking it's curing people of yeah. like alcoholism yeah but but you also don't get thirsty okay so i have to be like self-regulating of myself to drink water you're all, and like when well, I go, you're getting chapped. Like, I should probably yep, get smarter. Yep. Like, or I'll go pee and I'll be all, oh, I'm dehydrated. Man, they were fucking, uh, they did not have, for the celebrities, for the staff, they did not, they were not on the water bottle thing. Yeah. And I fucking, like, they, they would come over and they'd be like, you guys need anything? I'd be like, water. And if they had like multiple, I'd be like, give me multiple. And like, when you'd go into the green room, they'd bring in like four cases of water. 20 minutes later, four cases of water would be gone. Yep. Wow. It's nuts. And I was like, man, this is bullshit. It's high elevation. People yeah. are going to get yeah. dehydrated if they're not used to the uh, that's, difference. That's the only issue I had. But uh, honestly, the food situation, stellar. Last year, they had, like, I went, I think they had, they bought food once. And it was like at one yeah. thirty in the afternoon. Yesterday, they had food fucking whole time. Um, great, great spread. Mm. They brought fruit. It was funny because, like, you know you're with, like, artists and celebrities and stuff when they bring in like the big meat and cheese trays and then <laughs> they bring in the fruit tray fruit and vegetable tray and the fruit and vegetable tray gets wiped out before the meat and cheese yeah one. or the sandwiches or the pizza like the fruit and all that stuff gets wiped out i was kind of like ah california people or you know industry yeah. people. everybody's like well, we can't eat we can't eat on this but uh yeah so let's let's shut it down here i want to thank craig for coming on the show thank you me. guys have a show next saturday mm -hmm. launch pad. yeah launch pad what time Seven doors of seven. First band on is eight thirty. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, if you've never been to Launchpad, it's, it's kind of the heart of the music scene. It is of Albuquerque. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. much. Oh, yeah. See, music, right? <laughs> but it's kind of the place to be, man. It's you know, it, it, it's it's the hub, I guess. Mm -hmm. I would say it is now, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah no, definitely. You know, Sister Bar has some good shows. I'm not going to mm -hmm. disparage that, but Launchpad is kind of the local hub. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I've, I've I've never had a uh, an aspiration to be on the stage at Sister. No, but honestly, I've, I'm pretty sure every single person in this room has been like, "Oh man, mm -hmm. be on launch pad yeah. stage." Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been on stage at Sister, and I don't. I don't. I'm 
cool with that. I don't, I don't care. I'm, I'm just saying it's got a different. I've been on the stage of Sister and Launchpad, and Launchpad is way more exciting. Okay. I'm just going to say. Yeah. So They're go out to that show. Go out to the show. It's fun. Um, Check out Dry Heat. Um, I know there's some really cool comedy. Absolutely. There's some really, really cool stuff coming up. Yeah. Um, so pl- like just keep mm-hmm. an eye out and the tickets sell out super fast because it's a pretty it's, it's, it's a really small venue. it's an intimate intimate location yeah but that's why we love it because we yeah, but it's great yeah it's really great for that and like at first when they first opened it i was like oh it's gonna be rough because they don't have enough seats yeah but then you like do a show there and you're like holy shit this is because like the audience is right up on you yeah in a good way. And that's what we like. In a I good way. I hate it when the, oh, the audience is too far away. What? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I about that. Uh, I, comedians hate it when the audience is too far away. And um, because then I can't hear your laugh. I can't see your little faces. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just uh, please, please, please check out uh, Dry Heat Comedy. Yeah. They always have stuff. And it sells out so Absolutely. quick. So yeah. just... I, I'm not saying what's coming, but I'm saying some stuff is coming. Yeah, I, I know a little bit. But yeah, it's awesome. Smiley, anything? Uh, nothing currently. If you want to see me, I work at the Bird of Paradise. Come on by. Yeah. Say hi to me. He'll fight you outside if you want. Yeah, man, I'll he fight someone like, for you. He has a bulletproof vest and everything. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Don't please don't. Please don't fight. James. Happen violence. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, uh, that's not going to work that way. But I mean, don't no, no, don't no. try to attack me because I'll will attack back. Right. <laughs> and then he'll come and tell you he'll be all excited about it he's like i fought a guy today part of work he will uh thank you guys for the show thank you guys for listening thank you guys for coming out to the live show that was fantastic thank you guys for coming out to dccw wrestling last night uh buy tickets to the clovis show if you're in that area buy tickets to the the next show in albuquerque they're both in february late i don't know the dates 29th we the, the 29th is the one here in albuquerque yeah. and i think the clovis one is four days before not sure i think or before or maybe the weekend before something like that anyway i'll be at both probably so most likely i haven't i haven't seen a script or anything yet but i'm sure wait there's a script what wait wrestling is it real it's very real it's very real it's still scripted it's so real to me god damn it i'm totally kidding that's actually a line uh but thank you guys for watching with that we We are are 10 drink drink minimum. minimum